recorded podcast. All right, welcome to Previously Recorded. I am your host, RP. As always, in this episode of Previously Recorded is brought to you by... Bush Light. Bush Light. Crack it up and enjoy. We're actually drinking Bush Original. She okay. Not- Line? <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's that? Wait, Do you I've want been, to take it from the top? I've been trying to think of... There's, there, there's a scene in a movie or a TV show and somebody's like undercover and they ask her like a question... It's him or her, and she forgets it. Whoever it is, him or her, forgets it and goes, line? And they're like, what? Are you saying line like in a play? And I can't remember what it's from, and it's been driving me nuts. Have you looked it up? No, I haven't. (laughs) It's It's been driving me so crazy that I had to take a second to open up my phone and look it up. It's driving me so nuts, I haven't tried to find it. I will tell you, for the past week, I've thought about Googling it, (laughs) and then I just have it. I'm going to do it right now. I'm looking it up. Line. I don't know how to look it up, though. I would just do line, like like in a play. I <laughs> have it in quotes. Line, uh... The bit was that Shane said... Is it... For, he asked for a line, like in a play, is from The Office. That's what it is. Okay. That's That's what it is, yeah. Uh, it's it's Michael. Is it Michael's yeah, line? It's Michael. Hold on, I'll get the... Oh. <laughs> it's like the other guy. Yeah, for a line, like in a play. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was yeah scene. yeah it's the uh the court scene yeah. with jan jan being testifying oh that's what it was <laughs> I couldn't rem- for the life of me i couldn't remember what it was uh that that uh i feel so much better now <laughs> i did have a development and this may break our souls so far i really like this episode because our the one going off the fucking grid and i'm a fan so our soundcloud payment post it so the biggest thing we've been trying to solve on previously recorded is a mystery of who this belgian listener is tell me there is some development there is some it's development not good. it's not good it's not good but it could be is bullshit it, is it like a child or something like so what? it's like soundcloud is like functioned out of belgium and they are soundcloud oh, out of belf or out of germany uh, but not belgium but not belgium but they just started recently too so it's not they haven't listened to every episode right? no no, it's ju- it just started to happen recently. And so the most recent, we're recording out of order, maybe. We don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know when these are coming out, actually. Yeah. But the most recent episode is the one that we dropped a day early. You're we- welcome, listeners. Yeah. And they listened to it that day still, right? Yeah, they On did. On Thursday? Uh-huh. The don't, fuckers got which it. Don't, if don't you, they listen, like, suspiciously early, though? Like, right well, as it's dropping? Well, if they're... Belt, like it's we a did normal the math. Time. No, we did the math. We, you dropped it at, like, 3 a.m., right? 3 a.m., yeah. And there, it's, like, 9 a.m. Like, it's like, it'd be like, uh, I'm starting my work day. I'm I drop it at 3 a.m. for our West Coast listeners at midnight. Late. It's even later. At midnight, Do even we though West we, Coast we have no West Coast listeners. Ah, uh, they're coming. <laughs> but I used to drop it at like 6 a.m. Guys, I think this is the episode where we really blow up. Yeah, I don't really, yeah, I, this might be it. Just give me a second. I'm going to email my boss and tell her to fuck off. <laughs> I mean, let me, uh, but anyway, I saw that and then immediately I was felt better because it wasn't in Belgium. It was in Brussels, still or something. Still, Belgium still... is six hours ahead, so if it's three o'clock here, it's nine a.m. Nine a.m. there, which is perfect. Perfect. Very, very good math, Bob. Thank you. I actually have it written right in front of me. He's got a calculator on his phone. It's Google. It says Belgium is six hours ahead. So they're in Berlin. They're in Berlin, Germany. Hmm. So well, I'm not, not gonna. Bu- I'm not so, gonna pretend like I know where Belgium is. Yeah. Well, it's not Berlin. I know that. So, so we're fine. But I had this development, and I was like, I was going to text you guys, but I was like, nah. So we're fine. Like, it's it's still, look, basically, I'm just trying to figure out who this listener is. It's just, 
I just want this mystery solved, you know? Yeah. I, as soon as it's quarantine. I feel like over. a fraud drinking out of Bob's mystery machine uh, cooler here, and we can't even, we can't even solve well, the mystery. Maybe if we get shit. a sponsor, we could buy a dog that could then help us solve it. I problem. just want to find this guy and tear his face off and find <laughs> the ghoul underneath, you know? <laughs> well, anyway, you can hear those voices. That are my, those are my co-hosts, <laughs> longest. Shane and Bob. How are you, gentlemen? Hey, Good. Up? Is that the record for the longest between you introducing the show and then us actually getting introduced on the show? It's five minutes, so yeah, it's pretty, right. it's pretty let's, long let's for us. Let's try to top it next week. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, well so, let's go back to Belgium, because now that we're introduced, this is this is Bob. Uh, listener in Belgium, this is Bob. I, I want to speak to you directly. I'm kidding. Uh, I want to go after quarantine to Belgium. Sure. I don't care. Can we stay at your place, Belgium listener? Yeah. I know. Well, then when we get there. Do a live show. I want to wear our previously recorded shirts. By shirts, I mean the shirt that I have. The one shirt. And I want to knock on every door. Do you You thought you were going to be able to get something out there. (laughs) so dumb. You know what we could do to really up the stakes is we could not make any uh, travel plans. Of, like, where we're going to stay, so then we have to find them, or else we're staying <laughs> yeah. on the street. Then we'll also spread out, and so if you find them, you don't tell the other people. <laughs> so, like, first one to find them gets a place to stay, the other one's homeless. Look, if we're going <laughs> to do this, we need a larger fit. This three That's a lot of territory for three people. So we got to bring along. We'll, All right, bring we'll along bring our, We'll bring that. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring... Four covers it, right? Four's fine. It's a whole country. It's fine. Okay. Well, then we How can... big is Belgium, really? We'll split it into like quadrants and have like a little grid system. It will be, we'll be fine. I it, feel like... It should be like a three-week trip. <laughs> it's a grid system. <laughs> like that'll really solve it. We're like the fucking Belgian mailman's just knocking on doors every day. But I feel like living in the United States, and I'm not saying anything bad... I just have no fucking perception as to how big other countries are ever. Yeah, so do I. Because I'm like, ah, that place is, it's in Europe. It's got to be huge. Now I like look it up and it's like half the of West of Virginia. New York. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's not that big at all. Let's uh, see. So, uh, let's find out a Belgium size comparison. I'm pretty sure I could cover like a, a Massachusetts type area. In three weeks? With three of us, yeah. Sure. I, I mean, I think that's that's definitely doable. Uh, and then we would go there and do a live show, which I did tweet out, and I did get some votes and responses for actually doing a live show. Uh, and we got ten responses. They all say no? One said no. It was Marvel. <laughs> Dude, Belgium's like not even half of Pennsylvania. 3.8 times smaller than PA. Really? Yeah, fuck that. We, we can, can figure it. this out. Yeah, we could do it. It would take a long time. But yeah. I mean... Do they have an Audubon in... Belgium? I think so. It we could take driving. that. We could take that. Could just be doing ninety, whipping around Belgium, looking for this well, guy. I, I, I think they go I, a lot I, faster than ninety. I'd also like you to... do ninety on the turnpike. <laughs> Allegedly, there's <laughs> <laughs> no proof. You snitch, fucking rat. <laughs> I also want to take the Autobot and see the Russian police. Stern, 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 Stern buffet. buffet. That's my favorite. Clip uh, it's, it's the best gumball rally, and you were the yeah. only person that I ever said that to, and they understood <laughs> what the fuck I was talking Russia. about. He says it like forty times. Is Russia. that done? Stern buffet. Or is it? Ba- uh, no, it's Chris. It's Pontius. Uh, it's Pontius. Yeah. Russian police. Stern. Stern, Stern, Stern buffet. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, we are here to eventually discuss uh, something Star Wars. But yeah, I did tweet out maybe doing a live show, live stream, like we talked about for the Snyder Cut. Um, oh, live stream. Yeah, like I feel bad talking 
bad about it. He's got some ludicrous, like he wanted to make Batman and Lois Lane fall in love. I just kind of feel bad for what happened to him. And then after reading the article, it's not like he left and then they hired Whedon. They hired Whedon while he was still directing. And Whedon, they asked Whedon to basically start directing while he was there. And then he was like, I... I don't. I don't have the will to fight for this. Like, like this was after he lost his daughter. So they basically edged him out. They edged him out. They uh-huh. brought and and they said everything. He's like, it was fine. Like Jeff Johns were there on executive orders from the head of the, uh, Warner Brothers to kind of marvel it up a little bit, jokes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's fine because he said anything that they suggested really wasn't outlandish. So I said, that was fine. And then they brought Whedon in uh, to rewrite the script, and he's like, everything in his like we worked together a little bit. Uh, his suggestions were fine. And then he's like, well, what it kind of got to me is when they're like, he, act, we didn't actually start directing while Snyder like was on set. And yeah. Whedon's like taking over. And then that's that when, kind of fucked up. And then that's when he was just like, I'm, I'm done. Like, he's like, I can't, mm. I don't have the will to fight this. And so now I'm like, is it like, I hope it's fine. Obviously his take on some of these characters is not my cup of tea, but he's got, and also it's not the cut of your jib. It's not the cut of my jib. <laughs> It's all, making not, that a thing. It's not my vibe, right? Was it the only one you uh, wanted? No, I don't style. really, like, I don't really like this guy's style. I don't, <laughs> I don't really like this guy's style, though. You know, uh, it's style. I like dark stuff, but like, it's just. Too... You're talking about like dark chocolate, not not milk chocolate. No, yeah, no, not cho- not no, ch- no not, chocolate. No, no chocolate. No <laughs> chocolate. I don't want like him to fail. I just don't want to hear from the fucking DC people. Yeah, that's which a, is I think is what Marvel said the same thing in the text that we were talking. Yeah, like, I've, I've always wanted a good Justice League movie. I just and don't I don't want... like it's, it's not that I, I think he's egotistical to an extent. Yeah. Like I, I mean, think he's that fucking picture like, today. Just the Joker with the crown of thorns on his yeah. head. And I like, think that like the fucking hallelujah, like he's just, so they, and, and they, plus, ex- they explain that in the article. I didn't fit. So to, for those of you listening, so this is. Just, this is six months prior to this to this episode being released. Yes, yes. <laughs> we have no idea when it's coming out. I have no idea when it's coming out. But uh, our piece sent us an article from Vanity Fair, I believe, right? Yeah, Earlier, that was a... about ninety pages long. It, it was so. It took me yeah. so long to get. And through so it. I was reading it. I got about like halfway through, and then I had to go and do something else. I took and I more... have not gone back to finish. Reading I took it. more breaks watching reading that than when I did watching Rise of Skywalker. Like <laughs> I, t- I took. It was so long. I fell asleep halfway through. I thought I was dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> so they promote it. They promoted the dark, the uh, Justice League. the Justice League, but also he's got a new, basically a new franchise coming to Netflix that sounds somewhat interesting and more his kind of style. Um, but they explained the Hallelujah, and it was his daughter's favorite song, and it was sung at her funeral. And he said that she is the motivate. She was into all this stuff, and she was the motivation for him to kind of get back. They took like two or three years off from it. Yeah. So he said. So now I like. It definitely sounds fucking like... Now I'm rooting for him. Like Now it feels like you're a hypocrite. Yeah, it keeps pulling me in. But basically, it was like, it's a tribute to her. And so, not knowing that... Let, this let, was fucking months later, this yeah. article comes out when you released the trailer. Let me see it. Yeah, I was going to say, let me say this, and I'm going to sound like the guy behind the microphone, the fucking dickhead on Twitter mm-hmm. who just says stuff because they're behind the thing. That's very convenient to say when everybody <laughs> when everybody trashed the fact that you used Hallelujah in the trailer and how that was like narcissistic and shit yeah. like that. And now you're like, well, yeah, here's the reasoning. And I'm not saying it's not true. Yeah, I just I don't know Zack Snyder very well. Yeah, and I don't know how true it is. It's just like everything about this movie is literally exactly what people are telling him. Or it seems like that way. We haven't seen it, obviously, but like 
oh yeah we want this and so now it's in the movie yeah. we want this so now it's in the movie and then it's like we don't like this and he's like oh, I, I was never going to do that that's a joss whedon thing we don't like this that's a joss yeah, whedon thing absolutely we don't like that you used hallelujah well yeah now. my dead daughter liked hallelujah so you can't be mad about that anymore yeah. you know it's just like it's it's it follows the trend and if it's true, then I'm rooting for him absolutely, yeah, and absolutely. I'll forgive him for using Hallelujah. But there's also the part of me that's like, it's yeah. it's it's almost uh, the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like you do it so many times, yeah. and now I don't know if I believe it or not. That's what we've said on here, and I it's, want to, but I don't know. It's cryboard. Like this is what we've been kind of said on here. Um, who was featured prominently in that article? Mind you, he had a... He's they, a big Zack Snyder guy, right? They I mean, he's obviously not a Joss Whedon guy. They, <laughs> they, they didn't ask anybody else. It was just... It was him. Um, they didn't get a Gal Gadot but the mo- No. The movie ends with the Hallelujah sung by the girl who... Whoever sung it at his daughter's funeral. Hmm. That's how it ends the movie. But... Uh, I did, I said, like, let's not talk about this. And here we are talking about it. Uh, that I brought it up. But uh, they... It's, it's to the point where I'd rather not hear anything else about the movie. Yeah. And then just release the fucking movie. I've just heard some of, like, in they call out some of his plot points that he wanted to bring, and, yeah. and Warner Brothers said no, and I'm glad Warner Brothers said no. Um, three and a half, three weeks and three days. Mm-hmm. So like, till it comes out. Till it comes out. Whenever when they ever are. Three and a half in. weeks until we actually watch well, it. You bet your ass I'm watching it at midnight. <laughs> It could, 2 a.m. It's, it's 2 like, a.m. 2 a.m. on Thursday? I think so. Maybe I'll cancel everything. Maybe I'll call out of work that day. <laughs> but um, by work, I mean the podcast, because this is the episode where we blow we're up. Blow. We're blow. We're going to be huge. Yeah. Um, but I just hear one we're more. big in Belgium. <laughs> Berlin, too. Yeah, um, knock on their doors. <laughs> one more just quick thing before we close it out, move on from the Snyder Cut discussion is... Before we actually get our eyes um, together. Some of it is, I want to believe, like, Warner Brothers wanted to just put... He had... He, it sounds like he actually committed, like he stole, like he's a thief. No, he's he left when they like when he left. He just took his laptop with the four hour cut of the Justice League on there, mm. and he was like, "Well, I want to keep this to just show people." Yeah, when they casually pop over for four hours, um, the CGI wasn't done. Like all the visual effects, voiceovers, reshoots, nothing, and that's what HBO wanted to put out, and. <laughs> They were like he was. He said no. He's like this way. You get to put the movie out for free. Like it's whatever. The movie's done, uh, and then you can just be like, see, look, like what we got is better than this. And then also he's like, you know, I just he didn't want to do that, which I I understand. So he's he's putting his own money into the movie, right? He's not putting his own Did money. He he's just not getting paid. He's not getting yeah. okay. But he got paid for the first one, and you know, Whedon's name's not attached to that movie other than like a screenwriter uh, mm-hmm. who also. A screenwriter on that film was Chris Terrio, who also wrote Rise of Skywalker. Um, but yeah, there's a Not lot. Lil Terrio. Oh, I thought. Ooh, I, kill him, kid. I thought he was doing a segue, but I forgot we weren't doing. Yeah, we're not doing Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I didn't even look at you for his. I thought that segue. was a segue. Um, so yeah, yeah, that, it's a really interesting article. Uh, I'll, I'll publish it uh, on the the Twitter sphere. Uh, it, it's definitely worth a read. It's interesting, and I really, if all this shit's true. I wish nothing but the best, but I'm also don't want to see the mob succeed. If that makes yeah. sense, you know. That's where I'm at. I don't want to see them succeed. I'd yeah. like to see him succeed. I'm all right with that. But that, he's. I, I liked would... like I've liked his movies in the past. I just haven't liked his DC stuff. I'd, yeah. I'd really like a good Justice League movie. Yeah, I, I liked Man of Steel for what it was. So um, did I. Batman versus. Not... Like, I still like that movie. It's not Superman. It's all scary. his and the article talks about this too. Uh, so basically, I'm plagiarizing everything from uh, that. 
this was previously recorded. Sponsored by Vanity Fair. <laughs> he likes to take the DC characters and break them down and not have Marvel has characters that have relatable issues where DC, they're all kind of, they're fine. Obviously they have their issues, but he likes to like make them look like gods and then that's what it have their, wants. Their he, powers he, are a curse. You yeah. Know? Like, like Bruce Wayne, I'm pretty sure calls was them so fucking loud. Calls them gods. <laughs> he does. I couldn't yeah. hold the mic stand up right? and also crack the beer. And so like, it had to be obnoxious. <laughs> frankly, I don't care who, what's going on with Superman. <laughs> He's very difficult to relate to. Mm-hmm. Always. Super, just in general. Whether it's comics, whether it doesn't matter. Superman's hard. Yeah. Uh, Batfleck, hard to relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who the... I, I, I can't relate to a guy who's invulnerable. I can't relate to a fucking billionaire. Exactly. Wonder Woman, but you, you can, can relate, kind of relate to. You can relate to Batman in his sense of loss and wanting to but protect i feel like batfleck him. doesn't focus on that as much which is why i'm saying batfleck not batman in general but his mm-hmm. version of that is difficult to relate and to also he's like definitely this, kills people he kills people yeah. so does superman yeah. that's like he he snyder yeah. wants to he's, make these likes dark. Yeah. he likes it dark and that they will make these sack these sacrifices to kill somebody um sacrifice themselves yeah their, to their own innocence to realize Religion. who their their mothers have the same names, yeah, Martha, and, right? Uh, but yeah, but anyway, he, they mistaken, kill. Is it Martha? But also, to be completely, I mean, that's what the super DC is. So many fucking people die in the Marvel movies. Like we were watching, like me and Audrey have been rewatching them, and it's she's all, just like, it's all just collateral damage. Yeah, she's just like, so many people die in the like Yandu runs through his entire team in Guardians yeah. too, and then he kills them, like. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. I'm thinking about like I just when they had the battle in New York and like skyscrapers are falling yeah. on people. No, I'm that saying looks, like that's looks, a subtle joke. Cool. That was a subtle joke I just made. That he runs through his whole team and then he kills them. <laughs> this is the comedic gold. This is the RP cut. Okay. Did you say come. But yeah. Anyway, we Can are. We go back <clears throat> real quick before we do this. Just because sure. we talked about this before. You're just gonna go back to Batman versus Superman. <laughs> How lazy were the DC writers in like 1930 or whatever when they were writing action comics and detective comics that they couldn't come up with another name for one of the moms? <laughs> oh, they were like, oh, well, Superman's name is Ma- his mom's name, Martha. All right, I'm going to write this character, uh, Bruce Wayne. I don't know. His mom's going to die and it's going to really like cause his issues, but I can't figure out what to name her. Think Martha will work? Yeah, that's fine. That's fucking gold, dude. Use use Martha. I just yeah, I just never thought about that. How lazy you have to be? I know. Like, there's so many character names out there, uh, and you come up with Martha. Like, it could have been Dingerdin. Um, <laughs> like, you're, I thought you were gonna go the Mandalorian, yeah. another M. But yeah, I knew the segue was coming. It was gonna be well, the Dingerdin's want... mother's name's Martha too. Uh, <laughs> I had, uh, when we were talking about the Justice League, I was gonna say. I think we all want justice, and somebody who tries to get justice is a bounty hunter named Dinger. <laughs> and we are here. Jarin? We Jar- are Jarin? Jar- Din Jardine. He's he's not here to Javier Bardine. Yeah. Javier Bardine. Yeah. So yeah, we're here to discuss the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Wow, that was in sync. I did that on purpose. You looked at that for a good couple seconds, Shane. RP picked his shirt up, and Shane just looked looked at it, and then I think giggled. Yeah, his. So this is done. His lips were (laughs) his lips were moving, but he wasn't saying anything. All right, so the Mandalorian. So wet. (laughs) Uh, Two seasons of the show. They were both really good. 
And that's it. And that's Moving it. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to recap The Mandalorian a little bit because uh, this is the end of our Star Wars run, maybe. This is towards the end of our Star towards Wars run. Towards the end, very, probably the one least. more episode. I will say uh, we are not going to do our standard recap too much to discuss, uh, but I will plug two IGN uh, articles in our um, recap videos of Season 1 and Season 2 to familiarize yourself if you want. Uh, we're not going to get into I that much combined, detail. I think they're a half hour. They yeah, are. It's like 12 and 17 or something like yeah. that. So almost as long as this podcast so far. Um, yeah, so just stop listening to this unless you're in Belgium and go uh, listen to them instead. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about The Mandalorian, and then we're going to look at uh, what's on the horizon for Star for Wars Disney now Plus. that we've done all of our, our films. And... Speaking of Disney+, Plus, there's a cool Magic Kingdom TV show coming out. It's like going to be... Like characters all from from like the rides, the rides and the Adventurers Club and shit. So it's like pretty a, cool coming to Disney a, Plus. A, the driver of the or the, the captain of the Jungle Cruise. Yes, the Jungle Cruise come out. No, it's supposed to come out and then you know. Right. I just want everybody to. I want to go back to the movie theaters. I want to like. Disney Plus makes so much money. They could just put it all on I Disney know. Plus. But you know. got to see The Rock on the big screen. Though. I actually want to see that movie. <laughs> I, I, I'll it'll see be, it. It'll be I fun. don't care. Be I think fun. he's going to look so, Does he wear suspenders? Take I your, think he looks silly. Take suspenders. your two kids and yeah, it'll be two fun. children. It'll be fun. I'll be next to, I'll be in the theater next door watching Doolittle. Doolittle with your... Do your best uh, Scottish brogue. I'm not good at Scottish Brogue. Okay, so I have a couple questions for here. Uh, figure we're going to end it with our top five favorite Mandalorian moments. I think that's a good way to end mine it. Mine will be in no particular order. In no particular order whatsoever. I ranked mine. Shane, you can just... He you didn't can... tell me we were doing this, so I'll be unprepared as usual. We'll have to. Uh, uh, you can figure some, some I'll out. say what's my first one. They'll all be from season two because it's fresh in your head. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Going into this show, we saw that, okay, this was Disney Plus's release date, like their big thing on the release. What they've been pushing, like to get people to sign up, and... I bought Disney Plus for a year to watch this, I yeah, believe. Yeah, it was the main thing. Did it come out the first week? They had, so Disney Plus launched on a Tuesday. November. They put an episode out on the, the first day, and then they the, that Friday, and then they started doing the weekly schedules, which I love, I honestly do love that they're doing this for WandaVision. Uh, too, and I like that this is their release schedule and everything. Uh, but going in, I didn't really have any expectations. I, I expected, kind of honestly, I expected more of the same from what we were kind of mm-hmm. getting, and pleasantly delighted in the end. So at that at that time, I think we were all a little torn because we'd seen good TV shows like this. The Mandalorian is one of the first streaming service. It's Disney Plus is obviously first, but one of the like, streaming services that are going to a, a larger world. The other ones were the Marvel TV shows that were on stream, like not CW based, not that kind of stuff. The but Netflix like, ones. The, about? Yeah. So like the, the net, like Daredevil. they're yeah. inner and they're intertwined. The MCE, even though they're not there, like but they, they reference, reference they some things that happened. So in New York, yeah. And they were good. So I think we had like expectations that it was going to be good. Plus it's Favreau and Pedro Pascal. So. I, yeah, but I didn't have those expectations for them at that point. I don't think. Well, we went, uh, before it came out, like and the then summer before, the Rise of Skywalker hadn't come out yet either. No, it was right before because so it, right before it ended, and then the week after Rise of Skywalker yeah. came out. Uh, I was just kind of expecting uh, this is going to be cool. I was definitely hyped for it. I because mm-hmm. I was like, Dad, we're going to come home, like we're going to watch, like we're, we're going to watch it as soon as it comes out. Like I'm so excited because they were pushing it so hard, and I knew Favreau was behind it, and so naturally we love Favreau on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was I was excited for it. Uh, expectations after it, yeah, it was really good week to week. But it lacked 
it was lacking the story aspect of a weekly show that I look forward to. It was a lot of, okay, here's a thin plot, but let's see. It's like a, it's like when you're playing a video game and there's a bunch of side quests. That's the mm-hmm. way I looked at season one where, okay, there's this thin, um, you know, kind of restoring Mandalore a little bit uh, plot from the first one, but more so returning uh, the big surprise at the end of episode one that they kept under wraps amazingly because they didn't, well, they didn't give any like merchandise out until the until after the episode mm-hmm. came out, which was just shocked everybody. Um, so yeah, I was surprised to see that. Okay, there's a thin plot here, and it's bore week to week. But they were establishing an already established universe, and of course, they went back to Bob's favorite planet of Tatooine. Dude, I so I like just was I took quick things to to like talk about, and one of at this point, because it happens again in the trilogy, uh, the like the the sequel trilogy, which we haven't talked about yet. Now I just write Tatooine Man. I have it written like three <laughs> times on it, like Tatooine Man. Come on, mm-hmm. fucking Tatooine. It's always Tatooine. Which t- I guess it doesn't really make sense for them in the Mandalorian to kind of go back to Tatooine at all. But I did like that they went to different places, like uh, that whole episode where Bill Bearer's character was introduced, which is such a weird addition. Uh, of Bill Burr in season two, right? Season one. He's in one on the. Oh yeah, he was in one. They had that like heist. Yeah, but they turned on. They yeah. turned on the Mandalorian. But you don't find out his name till the season finale. Of but uh yeah, it was fine. Like uh, each week, I was like, oh, I looked forward to it every oh, okay every Friday. <laughs> I come home. Yeah, I was go the same to, way. Go to watch it. It's, it's good TV. You're like, oh great. Yeah, I remember really liking season one, but I felt like it it like really hit its stride. Season two. Season one, I think we all really liked it because it was really cool and it was different and we hadn't seen that before. Uh And then season two, we saw what it was capable of and we were like, oh Mm -hmm. shit, this is fucking sweet. I think, and like I said the same kind of thing here, like when when I was, I liked chapter, they're all chapters, right? Chapter one through 12, like chapter 12, they have like the car chase scene in like Mm -hmm. the valley. They go to that old, um base and they think it's like shut down but there's people there and then they're like trying to leave and the stormtroopers are chasing them in like the valley they're in like the speeders I'm like this is really cool and the next episode's fucking like a circuitano and i was like hey that shit wasn't that cool anymore <laughs> like that just blew out and then you have these yeah. high expectations and they just went and you think all right they're not going to really be able to top that and then there just was every yep. fucking episode after like, that oh you think we can't top that fuck you boba fett yeah that's what we kept but we, that episode with ahsoka literally was what made me watch Clone Wars. Same, yeah. Because I was like, back and "Wow, Ahsoka Tano is awesome. I want to see more of her." Yeah, I, I know. I jumped into season one. And I'm, st- I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. How, uh, how so far Rebels into, is going to be How far into too. Vikings are you? I haven't been watching Vikings either because of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have been watching the Marvel Six One Six on Disney Plus. I've liked that. So like, end of Rise of Skywalker. They were a Jedi that you don't even know about talking. I, yeah, if you watch that, I actually it. watched it with the subtitles. Say, on. If you watch that with the subtitles, they say who each one is, and you were it's, probably like, "Who the fuck is that person?" So I had who's, the who's Ahasoko. <laughs> yeah, it didn't have any because I was curious to see, and it was like four different female voices, and I assume they're all from the cartoon. Yeah, they were other Jedi, mm-hmm. uh, like from the Council. Yeah, and then Ahsoka's one of them. Like you said, ah- Ahsoka Tano shows up in season two. It made me want to watch the cartoon. Great. Season two was. There's not too, too much to talk about in season one now that we have season two. Like, season one was great. Mm-hmm. It was cool. 
Season two was a masterclass in Star Wars storytelling, in my yeah. opinion. It was fantastic. Got Dave Filoni, John Favreau. Masterclass. You like that? I did. Season one was that. Season two we got into, and there's there's except for week two, I felt it was one week after the other was like oh shit. Like two was cool, it was, but mm. it was a definitely a filler episode on a cool Star Wars planet that reminded that actually was supposed to be used in episode five, I believe. Uh, that they they cut episode. Empire Strikes Back, not episode five of The Mandalorian. So yeah, it was really fucking cool, man. And then my favorite episode of the season was episode uh, seven with Bill Burr's character when they were on that one planet trying to recover and Din chicks his helmet yeah, off with, with the uh, to retrieve to save the baby. With the what? officer and they're, they're, they're like, that, like that real like awkward uh, scene where they're like having the drink with them. Yep. Yeah. And like you can just see how like uncomfortable he is that he has his helmet off. So like he was a defected stormtrooper. Yeah. And, and somebody... We'll have either heard us discuss this or, or will hear us discuss this about the sequels. That in his one episode arc, and that episode was directed by Rick, I can't say his last name, Fima Kume or whatever. And he did a, two episodes on season one. He tried. I did try. I'm sorry. When you hear this, you'll be upset. Um, <laughs> that he was able to. from being big now. <laughs> He's going to fucking cancel us. He had a bigger story, better story arc, in my opinion, of just becoming. Being a stormtrooper and then going to civilian life uh, and just that raw emotion and that, which was kind of crazy to see from Bill Burr. Um, so they like shit awesome. on Bill Burr being on that show. The first episode that he's on in season one, I was fine with it. It was weird, but it's clearly like Favreau just bringing his boys in, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with. Him coming back and that whole, like, I liked that, that entire episode, like his return, his redemption, all that shit. I was like, good for, like, I... Like you said, like, good for Bill Burr. Like, yeah. I was not expecting that out of Bill Burr, and I think he did a really good job with mm-hmm. it. And it's so fucking funny, because he just shit-talked Star Wars on his podcast, like, right before or after that episode came did out. He, really? he was like, Star Wars is fucking stupid. He's like, I don't like it. It's dumb. Like, blah, blah. Like, he went on a, a huge rant about well, it. That's, that's what was, he does. That's his whole bit. It was yeah. funny how uh, people were talking about how his, his accent... Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, can't have a Boston accent. You can have a fucking English accent. What you want?" <laughs> That's what they, on the on the IGN uh, on the IGN review. He's like our first ever Boston uh, Star Wars character. That's fucking great. I, I have I have issues with the English accent thing too, but we'll save that for another day. So before we get into our top five moments, uh, anything you guys want to call out from season two that I kind of missed with expectations going into season two? How they for me personally exceeded expectations they like i said it, that show made me like want to get back into star wars and why i was so glad we did this and this rewatch special for the podcast why does this show work what is it about this star wars i, I wanna, mean i, think I want to add wars. in boba fett because we didn't really talk about him much. he's always been like maybe favorite star wars character for me i fucking love boba fett uh i was genuinely shocked when he showed up uh i thought his story arc was awesome um, I'm actually, I'm actually really glad that he's getting a, a show because mm-hmm. like I wanted him, I would, I would oh, love for him dude. to still be on the show. <laughs> That's my part of the episode. I talk about the next, the new shows. Uh, all right. Well, I'll pass it over to Bob. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Shane. Um, love, go ahead and talk I'd, about his new show that is coming December, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love for him to still be on Mandalorian, but like his story is kind of over now. So. You know, it's my, not though not? he's going to be reclaiming. But I'm, I'm saying, like, as far as Mandalorian's concerned, his story's done. So you mean like Boba been... Fett and like their two stories? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like they like, don't need to be together anymore. On Mandalorian, his story's yes, done. That's yeah. 
Um, but now he, he, he branches off. How about and you? Who, the, the bounty hunter that's with him. I always forget her name. Uh, it is Finnick Shant. I like her a lot, too. Yes. Yeah, she's cool. Ming to win. Um, Bob, what expectations for season two that you had going in after season one? Did they meet, exceed what you kind of talked about a little bit? Um, and why do you think this show works as a whole? Like, what about The Mandalorian? Um, expectations for season two, I didn't really have any. Any that I did, they, they blew out of the water. Uh, Pedro Pascal makes the show. Mm-hmm. Right, that's one of the things that makes it work. It's just like the the fact that he can do everything that he does as a character without a face. Yep. Is like you feel what he feels and you like it's just impressive to me. And so like it's true it just props to him. You know, it's a, it's a, it's it's his acting ability to do that with just body language and the the way that he says things. But he grant you a wish. Also, it's just so different than the star like it's what i think people wanted from the sequels so where is he is he normally in the suit except for like some of the stunts I, no i actually think so he's is he just the voice i think he's in it for a lot this season he was in it a lot season, season one, one no he was, he was just, just doing the, voice. the voiceover um okay. so what he's in it unless there's like a stunt yeah because they were talking about that out. i don't know if you guys watched behind uh no. the disney gallery but I'm too busy watching Star Wars stuff for this podcast. The <laughs> <laughs> the behind the scenes on Disney Plus second job I have that doesn't pay. <laughs> yeah, seriously, uh, it's coming. It's coming. after this episode. Well, the the fans have been clamoring for some yeah. more Star Wars content. This is for you, Nick. Yeah, you seriously. bastard. I haven't slept. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a behind the scenes documentary on it's Disney Plus called the gallery they added a new episode just for just for season two um they go, they go through the entire season really cool stuff to check out uh but i agree with you it's different it's, I, I did read that earlier do you know that the, the guy who's the stuntman is related to john wayne i forget who he actually no, I is didn't, i, I didn't want to say it's his grandson that's pretty cool considering yeah. he's a basically a cowboy exactly yeah so. i thought that was cool um but yeah and then the other thing is that it's just it, it it's expanding the Star Wars world mm-hmm. without having to always be Skywalker centric, and so Luke still comes, and I'm fine. Like it, it's not that was awesome. Yeah. But what was he on it for? Ten ten seconds? Like you know what I mean? Like how long is he actually on the show? And yeah. he can be there for two minutes and go take Grogu, and we, call him by his name. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. And then, and we talked leave. about that too on their I think our one of our episodes where we, I didn't want to see that shit happen. Nobody wanted to. Hallmark. It might've been, it was the Hallmark or the Wonder Woman one, but we didn't want that to happen. Wonder Woman, Cause I feel like we didn't talk about Wonder Woman. <laughs> um, but it made, it made sense. It made sense in the star Wars universe mm-hmm. that Luke would be the one to come and get him. Uh, so I was fine with that. And it was cool. Man. It was fucking cool. But I think that's it of Skywalker. In the show, I mean, maybe they'll. Uh, there's no have, reason to bring him back. Have we talked about like? Does that mean that Kylo Ren probably killed him? I mentioned that. I mentioned that on here, and everybody's right, so kind of just optimistic. Here's that the he situation. Gets out. Here's the situation because I actually did uh, the math on this earlier because I went. So Luke shows up to pick up Grogu. This is five years after Return of the Jedi, and then twenty six, twenty five years before the Force Awakens. So. 
obviously there's a 25 there's a 30 year window essentially between the two where where okay. Luke could be training Ben, right? So then I go into this fucking rabbit hole of like the canon around Luke and apparently he was like off and searching for the Jedi like uh the text so that he could train himself mm-hmm. and then so like, i don't know when he actually started training jedi and he only took 12 students and he says in um what is that the force away or the the, the last, last jedi, jedi he only 12. took 12 students and he, he also i'm pretty sure i don't know if i had, like heard it wrong he said like he decided to train people like it's he alludes that like that's the first time he trained people to be jedi and then the force or the rise of skywalker he talks about how he trained leia here he's picking up grogu so like i don't know what the fuck is going on with luke as well, a jedi I mean, master to to be fair we'll, we'll save this like that's the last jedi and that the rise of skywalker exactly but so like but that shit that we're going to talk about on that episode about how like they're not like consistent fucks this up a little bit too when you go back and think about yeah. it yeah. it's starting well, to get they like, also like con- x-men timeline confusing. exactly well they also kind of are trying to explain stuff from the sequels like mm-hmm. in season two a plot point is getting grogu's blood for cloning to what do they call it they call it like his, his m count or something man his admitted chlorine count yeah but they, they don't they don't say they say, they, they, they the, say something the else. m count yeah is off the charts or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, he could have taken Grogu just with him to be with mm-hmm. his people, the Jedi. Uh, who knows if Luke found whatever race Yoda was and dropped yeah. him off. Um, nobody really knows. Can I just say that? Because he's 50 in the show. Mm. Well, 51 by season two, I guess. I don't know how time works. Oh, he says years, right? So he's 50. He's, the time I mean, would still work the same. He just wouldn't yeah. age. So yeah. he would be 51. Oh, so you mean like it was yeah. a year in between? Yeah, yeah. I think they can, they hang out for a year. So, I like to think that they had a good year together. Me too, because there's a, definitely a family bond there. Yeah, you um, don't get sure. that in fucking so, six months. if he's 80, he could still be like a toddler. Yoda was 900 years old. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't got time to do that math right now. Uh, I don't know. That. That's a great question. I hope not, because uh-huh. then that just fucking solidifies... I mean, he survived one Jedi massacre. Uh, I think he's got pretty good luck. Which I I wish R2-D2 was the reason uh, for his survival. That's the big... That's the big reveal in season two at the end is that. But there's a lot of awesome shit that happens in season two that has nothing to do with even in the finale, Because there's some cool shit in season one for the Mandalorian, too. Oh, for sure. We didn't really look at that. One, I want to throw back Senator Trashbag saw me watch this at one point. And was like so. It, it, he came in and he was just like the client, right? The guy who pays for him to go get Grogu is Werner Herzog, who's like an absolutely cr- psycho, crazy director. Mm-hmm. And he came in. And he was like, "Dude, what happened to that guy? What, he sounds so just like downtrodden. Like he's just so defeated. Like what happened in that guy's life? Who is that guy?" And I was like, "He's nobody, dude. <laughs> like he's literally just a character. That's this is like the first or second episode. Is I was like, he's not anyone of of significance. Yeah. He's just the client. And he was just so fascinated by the client. <laughs> and that like he, it always gets brought up like randomly. Be like, yeah, who, remember the old guy on the Mandalorian? <laughs> like just he loved him. That's funny. Um, favorite character, season one." Not easy. Didn't jar it. The Jordan. The the bounty hunter droid. The Taika Waititi voiced. Oh, uh, IG Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 
IG11. I'm a I'm a Quill guy. I like myself. a Quill. I was gonna say I'm yeah, probably like Quill. Quill. When Quill died, this is the way. A little upset. Or uh, that's the only I have way. spoken. I've spoken. Yeah. The season two favorite. Character. We talked about. I was re-listening to our Rise of Skywalker episode. We talked about him a lot. How like, it's like. Oh yeah, because I guess it was both, right? It's like yeah, it was like old school Star Wars. How like it's like a puppet. So like he's talking and the mouth doesn't match what yeah. he's saying. <laughs> I love that shit though. So do I. To be honest, I'm, and it's like I would weird. way rather have practical effects. Than it's that's why like like over the top ex- CGI. It's like the weird part of Star Wars where like we want everything else to look beautiful, but like if it's practical puppets, like we're fine. Like it doesn't yeah. matter if the lips don't match up. I don't want. I I prefer the yeah, lips like not weird. to match up. If it's yeah, like it's if, nostalgia. If I'm watching, uh, like a dub. Or if I'm watching a cartoon or something like that, and the lips don't match up, it distracts me. But when it's a puppet, it's for whatever reason, it's just like, that <laughs> they're goofing. You know what I mean? Like this, there's some, there's some weirdo with a hand up at that thing's ass, just making its <laughs> mouth move. He's doing his best. You know what I mean? Like that guy's trying. A uh, really good character from season one too, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon, sure. I, I, yeah. the only thing I have is Moff Gideon was cool. Villain from the ba- right? the boys. Yeah, he's, a, he's just a good. He's, I think we talked about this. He's the villain from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I just, he's a great actor. Bad guy, too, apparently. Yeah, he's a pretty bad guy on the, the boys. Four ceiling in season one as well. Yes. That was a, that was something that I was did want to bring up. We did bring it up. We talked about we it. Yeah, I got made when Ray did it, but Grogu did it, and I was like, yeah, cool. It's fine. It's, we got, I think why we were accepted it, because at that point, no, I think the movie. Well, when, when Rise yeah. of Skywalker came it was, out. It was. Mandalorian, and then it was Rise of Skywalker, right? See, when when it happened, I didn't know it was canon that you could force heal. Like Marvel's the one that told me that it's canon. Really canon, though, because I I went. On, this is another rabbit hole that I went down, because Anakin does it in the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. right? When they're on the planet with like the father, the, the 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 son and the daughter, which I the name I forget. RP, you'll get there. But the daughter sacrifices herself. For Anakin to save Ahsoka, so it's not just that like th- there's like that that the trade that has to take place, yeah. Because otherwise, that the Force healing thing, all that stuff, and I'll, like this is another issue that I had with the, like the Rise of Skywalker upon rewatch was that it it almost fucking throws Anakin's turn out the window. Like, why the fuck is he becoming a Sith if he can just heal somebody? He doesn't have yeah. to worry about it. Like Padme dying, but there's like a trade, so he has to, somebody has to die for her. And that's why, like, like, Grogu always gets real, real weak. Exactly. Does so, like, it. the well, healing, yeah. you're giving up some of your life force. Healing is better than just bringing somebody back like from the dead. dead. I don't like the force healing thing. Like you said, when Grogu does it, eh, he's cute. Well, yeah, fine. he's cute. So, And I I was going to say, I didn't realize if, I didn't know if maybe the first reaction seeing it, you're like, what the fuck? And then you see it for the second time on The Mandalorian, you're like, oh, that's it's fine. But if it was... Ver- I don't remember I don't what it would be now. It's- I was so against the sequels, so so they, they were doing new shit, and I was like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, all right, we'll so get into... We have a it, lot to say it about the been, It would have been... By the time this, the show ended, it would have been... Rise of Skywalker had done it first, yeah. and then it happened on The So I think that's why... So they were the first what ones What episode of Mandalorian like, does it happen? I have no idea. He what does he heal first? I don't. Rem- it was in, like it was in the recap, the end. and I don't remember. It now. is because it's it like premier- seven or eight. He does eight, other yeah. four stuff first. Yeah, like so he, he that might have been that might have been one. Chokes fucking yeah. Chokes Cara Dune. <laughs> then she got canceled. Which now <laughs> yeah, which canceled. now I guess people are really even. Look she at was fucking, the bad guy. Yeah, look at <laughs> look at Baby Yoda just being ahead of his time. He's super he woke. Choked her. He's super woke. 
So, um, so we kind of he can see the future. He's a fully trained Jedi. He figured it out. He knows how it works. Uh, so we we kind of said this from the beginning. We all prefer season two over season one. Now we're not discrediting season one. Season one was great when it came out. It's anything though. Like yeah. see, I prefer season six of The Office over season one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you because have to figure out it what you're doing. Its, it finds its legs. It found exactly what they wanted to do. What they could do. The technology behind the show is insane too. I don't know if you guys have seen like. Basically, what they do is a giant room, and it's LED TV all like screens all the way around, and it adjusts to the camera, and that is a lot of their backdrops when they're in the aircraft, when they're on the the the, the planets. It's all LED backgrounds that it's like an augmented reality that the camera adjusts for it, and it, it allows them to do more. It allows them to kind of film quicker too, and do yeah, everything in LA. Don't waste any time building sets. Exactly, and it's it's a lot of less less yeah. money wasted. And like uh, one of the things they did is in Mandalorian season two, when they're on Boba's uh, aircraft, they spent like a shit ton of time crafting how that would lift off the lift because right? they never really done they never that. showed the inside of it. And the amount of detail they went in to just show us what actually happens that yeah. I didn't even pick up on on my first watch. I was like, okay, like whatever. And then I went back and I was like, oh shit, that's that's cool. Like these they care. Um Favreau and there's like a thing in that on uh ex Favroni. Favroni. Yep. I like that. Favroni's uh, been a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duke so, says it a lot too. Favroni were talking about it and they were just like McClunky. They they just show them saying McClunky to each other. Like, should we have them say McClunky? Uh, I forget what they were talking about, but like it's like cool shit like that. Um, but yeah, season two definitely found its legs, uh, became a much season better two show. Also becomes like it, it, even though it's not related to the Skywalker saga, they start to bring that stuff in a little bit more. Yeah. Right. Do. So like the first season, I think it's just like, Oh, it's baby Yoda. It's connected. It's baby Yoda, baby Yoda, baby Yoda. Everything else kind of stands on its own. Season two, you have the Boba Fett armor, right? With Cobb Banth has that, which he was pretty cool. You have that crate dragon scene. Which doesn't, but does kind of give you a concept as to how Boba Fett could have like escaped the Sarlacc pit mm-hmm. if he was able to like get out like that. Um, you have more from the canon stuff in Clone Wars. Like season one, I feel like you had the the Death Watch people are the ones that save mm-hmm. uh, Din Djarin when he's like a kid. Which at that point, mm-hmm. I had not watched Clone Wars and didn't realize until we watched. I watched a recap earlier. Bo Katan shows up. So Katano shows up. Luke obviously shows up. There was something else. Fucking um, the one X-Wing pilot mentions like the whole thing with Cara Dune and Alderaan. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a, you know what I mean? Like even though it's that they start to connect things, but it's not always, hey, we're on the same planet or we're yeah. dealing with the exact same people. It's just like we're all people who were living in this galaxy right. while these things are happening. And like the, uh, even though I haven't watched it, like the Ahsoka Tano and, um, which that in itself kind of presents different realities because apparently she's like supposed to be, she's like brought back in rebels or something like that. She She's in rebels. Yeah. yeah and like she, somebody gets her from another uni- universe or something. There's a whole thing about that. Um, I'm not that far in Rebels, I guess. I've watched uh, one episode so far. I've heard about it. Um, but I've heard like, that Shane's watched one episode I've heard well. that too. Yep. Uh, I'm still on Shane, season how, one of Clone Wars. What episode of Rebels are you on? Oh, one. <laughs> I stopped on two. I've been watching this really good show, uh, Vikings. <laughs> You're on two. You watched one episode. Don't oh. lie. 
He fooled me. Yeah. <laughs> what a goof. You fucking. What a goof. I want um, the cut of your jib. <laughs> Bo-Katan and all them, they show up from Clone Wars, which... Bo-Katan's all right. Which people, I think, were excited about, though, just so, because they're, that's a new character to me. At the end of the season, I thought we were kind of robbed of a Bo-Katan and Mando like, fight scene. Oh, it's I think coming. that's season three. You think, you, you think yeah. that's going to be like a major plot I think point? The, I, think I think the fight for Mandalore is going to be season three. Because when, when he was like trying to hand her the dark saber and she she like which my she could tell like she wanted to kill him for it. <laughs> I really wanted that to be like a fight scene. And well, that it just wasn't. I season... literally wrote Bo-Katan kind of stinks in the Mandalorian. <laughs> her one in the dark saber has to continue, right? <laughs> like if she's like here, take it. She's like, no, I'm not going to take it. And then like when they're on the ship and they're her first episode and she's like, I'm like, just get over yourself yeah. for a second. He's like, like I know your he's sister like, died. Just take shit, it. Boy. I'll tell them you beat me up. Like yeah. it's fine. Like I'll get, you want me to give myself a black eye. <laughs> you want me to give myself a black eye? <laughs> See what kicks some dirt on me? Like yeah. what, what's... Um, but yeah, like stuff like that's cool. I, I it's like the wrestler from uh, <laughs> Tim Robinson. You're uh, better you're than me. <laughs> we already knew that. You don't have to spit on you me. Have to spit on me. Um, but yeah. Things like that, I I'm fine with as long as it's not like okay, now what's Luke gonna do next season? Yeah, just like make that it's certain thing. It. So now go to Mandalore and you can bring in more shit from Clone Wars, and you can you can do. And the Mandalorian does a good job of fan service, but also not fan service because they're fans. They exactly. Are... How do you think? That's uh, my favorite meme. Is the picture? It's a, a picture of that like two kids playing with the old time Star uh, Wars, yeah. and it's like uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni. <laughs> uh writing the mandalorian season two and there's like a big ad ad or atat whatever you guys want to call it i don't know what the proper ad. verbiage i always call it an ad ad but atat yeah. is the big one atsd is the small one but yeah but atat i've always called it an ad ad and people call it atat uh, and i don't know what's right i like ad ad better i like ad ad too it sounds cool it's obviously like grogu can't be done because we talked we talked about that like it, Duke, it's, yeah. he's too like marketable i to actually i'll be honest i would be fine like I'm fine with it too, but like, how how do you think he would? Come I love back if he I was? I love Grogu. Grogu is fucking great, but he's that mission's accomplished. They would have to have, make a compelling reason yeah. for him to be back out of Luke's care and back with Din. I don't know what that is. Maybe take a season off, bring Luke him back. Stinks. Luke, Luke, Luke is just is a bad caregiver. <laughs> he's not bathing him. He's not yeah, feeding he's neg- him. That's what, that's what I mean. He's neglecting him. <laughs> he, a, uh, True and he takes him to Dagobah and it's like Dagobah. It's like, yeah. it's like stinky. Takes he him takes to him to Dagobah Family Court. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, <the> fuck? <laughs> just you wanted options. I'm giving you options. <laughs> you didn't say they had to be good. I'm just giving you options. I want. I need. How a, do you get uh, the kid away from the parent? That's what you do. That's what you maybe, gotta do. Maybe they drive around in a van solving mysteries. Maybe is there take a the mask doll? off? Like is there is there a Wookie? Maybe I don't know. Mm. I want actually. <laughs> I, I'm gonna list all the things that are coming up, and one of the things that isn't coming up, Disney. Kathleen Kennedy, if you're listening, I want a chewy detective series. Do you With think a nice he Sherlock up? Holmes hat? Oh. Do you I think do he it. shows up in the show since Chewie showed up in literally every thing no. Star Wars except Rogue Come, One? Come uh, on. Lando. Oh, He'll yeah. show up at some point, I think. Mm-hmm. That would be that would make sense. Yeah, totally that's the fine. only one that I think he kind of fits in, really. Um, Han, you know who might come back? Alden Ehrenreich, who played oh, Solo. Oh, for Solo, yes. I didn't know who that guy They fucked that was. guy over. They they need to just Fifties, give... Fifties, Fifties, throw him a bone. Yeah. Um, Dark Saber. 
Dark Saber is so fucking cool, cool. dude. It's, right. it's cool in season one. I didn't know what it was. Now I know a little bit more about it. So the history of the Dark Saber, because you don't know necessarily the history of the Dark Saber. So the the guy who, um, I mean, it goes back deeper than this, but Clone Wars, the guy who starts Death Watch, which is like uh, extremist group on Mandalore who's trying to take back Mandalore for them, uh, is he has it, and then from there Darth Maul gets it, and so and then in Rebels, I believe. Bo-Katan cool. gets it from Darth Maul. So at some point, cool Bo-Katan loses it to Goff. It'd be cool if Darth Maul showed up. I have a, a, I have a theory about Darth Maul's in Lando. Uh, no, Lando. not in Lando, but I do have a theory about Darth Maul showing up somewhere, and I'll run it by you guys later. So we'll get there. All right. Uh, Wait, is is Mandalorian after Rebels? Yeah. Mandalorian, yeah. Then, he, then Darth Maul can't show up. I think I looked it up. I think it's actually all right. Yeah, he, he dies. Um, Wait, no, because Rebels, no, you're Rebels is old man Obi-Wan, right? And it's right before um, New Hope. Yeah, you, it's not the same. So Maul you're, can show up. Maul can show up in this okay. stuff, yes. All right, so before we get into what is to come from Star Wars, let's go over our top five Mandalorian moments, starting with number five. Um, Shane, you I don't, don't have the order. Any. I just kind of like, so like four you... minutes ago, I wrote down five things. I wrote down some of them. Uh, for me, number five was the Mudhorn. In the yeah, first episode, in the yeah. second, second episode, episode, second episode, uh, and it was between that and when the Mandalorian show. But this is where you could Force. see was, was that the first time he he did anything with the Force? That's the first time Baby Yoda did. Yeah, Grogu did anything. Um, Call him Baby Yoda. Yeah, because he was Baby Yoda. They let that motherfucker get that name. They got to stay. They dug the hole. They got to live with. I just want to say that IGN. They should have called him Grogu at the end of his first season. That he just had like a Grogu, Grogu name tag on yeah. like his little yeah, bundle, or on like his subtitles, just yeah. to have Grogu saying things. Yeah. <laughs> um, Instead of so uh, as as the IGN clip called it, uh, Butthole Mountain. It was very funny. <laughs> that was, I that was, that. And I was like, "This is great." The mud uh, horn comes out, and this thing is pretty cool. You're like, "Oh shit!" Like he's ready to fucking die for the the you know get this egg for the Jawas, and then. Grogu does his does the force choke and, and or force stop him, and you can say, oh shit, okay, this isn't just a baby. He's obviously got powers, and that's when the show for season one was like, okay, this is what this is what the show's gonna be. Yeah, this could this can be yeah. something. This now. is gonna be awesome. Yeah. You know, uh, also one of the first shows to not give a fuck what the runtime was, and I actually <laughs> love that. Like, this is gonna be thirty seven minute episode. With with normal <laughs> length credits, um, that's kind of like how WandaVision is now, isn't it? Not with normal length credits. That's for no, goddamn sure. <laughs> uh, the newest episode <laughs> eight is going to be the longest, forty seven minutes. Wanda, yeah, so uh, you can well, expect just, for twenty two minutes of that to be credits. They throw a mid credit scene in just willy on, nilly. on episode willy seven. Nilly. Yeah, willy nilly. Well, that yeah, I would so have missed if you didn't tell me. I, Epis- I told episode you. eight. They said is going to be 47 minutes. But what they didn't say is that they want to credit everybody this time around. <laughs> so there's really only six minutes of content. And then they, they go back. They, I'll be fine if it's they, just... They credit their kindergarten uh, teachers if it's just, for everybody who's If it's who just them involved. singing Agatha all along for six <laughs> minutes. I will say, uh, even with the show, I still sit through... I might fast forward through it, but I still go through the credits. I go. Well, I keep the credits on until my Disney Plus says the next thing to watch. Yeah, that's yeah, a good Because I don't want it to be, I'm still watching that. That's a good Ever point. since Marvel movies, like, I make sure that I watch... Oh, which, when you rewatch Marvel movies on Disney Plus now, you it'll it'll come up and say, skip credits, and it'll take you to the end credit scene. Oh, that's cool. That's fun. Um, So, yeah, that was mine. That's when we, I thought the show was going to start to be something. Bob, what would you say is your, like... Five of shouldn't have cracked the top five, but it is. It will solely for uh, my love of her 
and it's Sasha Banks just showing up <laughs> in season two. I didn't even like care Terrible. about Bogotan. I didn't even I know think... who Bogotan was first Neither off because I. I hadn't watched Clone Wars yet. I didn't really care about her either, but I was like Sasha Banks. She's, yeah, what a what, I remember a, what you an te- angel. I remember you texting us after you watched the episode. It was too. like eight in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, guys, Sasha Banks. That was you know season what two versus like kind of um, compared to the season one. Season one, I would wait till the end of the day. Obviously, different time too, but um, I'd wait till the end of the day. I did watch it with my dad. Season two, I was like, okay, I have to watch this or it's going to get spoiled for me spoiled. on Twitter, yeah. which is now why I wake up at 6 a.m. to watch the fucking WandaVision. I just usually... So, yeah, like this is one of those shows now I get up, you know, early to watch WandaVision because I can't get anything spoiled because people are just fucking assholes. Yeah, uh, I, but this I usually started just try with... to stay off until I watch it. Fridays can get boring for me. Um, yeah, same. So, I just like to. Uh, this season two started with that whole, okay, you can't, you know, about episode three or four, it was like, okay, you need to watch. Because it became, there was like shit was, season one, I don't know that there's much that could have been spoiled where I would have actually really known what was going on. Good. Yeah, true. True. Season two, things started to happen where like, it would have been enough for me to understand. And I think that's the point of that, like kind of what we all said, but season one was good. Season two now is like plot. The whole season yeah, was plot. Once season two, I was so invested that I didn't want something spoiled. Exactly. Yeah, season exactly. one, I, I like wouldn't season have cared two, And season one, I'm trying to think of like how episodes ended. But so like episode two, if I had seen on Twitter or something like that, that uh, Grogu uses the force, I would have been like, okay. like Exactly. I expected. Yeah. That's fine. Not a big yeah. deal. But then it's like, all right, um, Luke shows up, obviously. You're like, fuck. fuck. I yeah. think we should probably talk about that moment at some point. But yeah. I t- I uh, I think we we did already, but we'll get back. We'll to go. That I, it's in our we're in our discussing our top moments. I'm sure it'll be in all three of our top moments. Uh, Shane, what would you say didn't. was your fifth? <laughs> I figured shit. one of you would put it in yours, so I didn't put it in mine. Um, I really liked the episode where um he was with like the frog lady. That was and funny. Grogu kept eating her eggs. I thought that was really funny. I episode hated three, that Sasha Banks' episode. No, that's two. And I hated that. Episode. Oh yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah. episode I didn't like. That was the I best just liked him it. eating eggs. Yes, it was funny. and that carries over into three, so I'm good with that. But that <laughs> episode on the Ice Planet is boring. Yeah, compared no, to the, the rest of the Mandalorian. Well, especially it's still good for what it is, but compared to everything else on the Mandalorian. Well, they, well isn't boring. a lot of it like him trying to fix his ship? Like, yeah, and then the fucking spiders. It's weird. And then the X-wing pilots show up. Yeah, boom, boom, come boom. back to that. Yeah. uh... Episode two was the filler episode, mm-hmm. uh, but then people were mad about Grogu eating the the eggs. But it's like dude, it was a genocide. I think they I called was, it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was I was a genocide. extremely happy about that. I thought it was hilarious. Well, I thought it was. Gen- he's eating oh. his. He's eating what he's supposed to yeah, eat. Uh, Shane uh, loves genocide. He admits <laughs> here first. We have it here first. As long there. as it's weird frog people on the board <laughs> in a fictional world by <laughs> a fictional <laughs> character. There you go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my number four moment it was... They were also unfertilized. I want to make that also aware. So it'd be like yeah. eating your eggs at your house. You, have you ever had eggs? You ever watched the movie you, Rocky? Yeah. When he cracks eggs right into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and you, um, everybody watched it. They gave that guy a fucking Oscar. They and a statue. <laughs> he does have a statue. Uh, you, uh, you know he really loves genocides. They do. That's what they told us. It makes sense. Just love a good story, you know? <laughs> Ajab, all genocides are bad. Um, <laughs> that was good. I like that. Um, my fourth moment All was <laughs> um, Ahsoka Tana and Grogu. Were her her arrival in episode 
five, I think. That shit was awesome with the lightsabers beginning the episode. Wait, uh, she's only in four? Yeah, well, he did. I, she's not hiring for me either because I had no idea who Ahsoka Tano was. Yeah, no, you like, didn't either, did you? No, but it was still fucking awesome. <laughs> I it, it I was, love... but there's there's more that I liked more uh, than that. That shit was awesome. Cool episode. That was more again lore for people who had watched the Clone Wars. Like that's when like like a Duke, for example, and 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 Marvel were like, if you watch this shit, like if you watch Clone Wars, the, it's paying off so much with mm. the Mandalorian. Cause you get that extra, but you can follow along like I did perfectly, never seeing any of it. Um, so that's my fourth moment. Her and, and Grogu, we find out Grogu's name, and and she said, you know, it's, I will not train another one or anything like that. I'm just, really I'm looking cool. forward to rewatching Mandalorian now after seeing Clone Wars, because mm-hmm. now like I'll see the stuff and I'm like, oh, I remember that from right. from this series now. Well, what's your fourth? What would you put as four? Be super funny if I said Ahsoka. I thought you were gonna say Ahsoka. <laughs> no, um, I like the scene when uh. When uh, uh, Bill Burr and Pascal are talking to, like, the officer. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, like, just about to get out of it. But he says something that Bill Burr's character doesn't like. So he just kind of, like, shoots him real quick. Yeah, he's basically saying they had to die or... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I really like that scene. How... I really liked it, too. And just, the, uh, uh Pedro Pascal played it off real good. Like, the look on his face. So, like... Yep. Like, oh, we were, we were about to be out of it, and then you just fucked us. And even when he, like, his face, when he took his mask off and he, they looked at each other, he yeah. was all like, uh, that is my third, not to skip over your fourth, but that is my third moment. Mm-hmm. That, and even when they're in the car, we're in, like, the good side, the dark side, we're all in the same shit. He, uh, that'd probably be my five, but I put Sasha Banks there instead. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just such a big fan of Bill Burr. That I, I just, liked Bill I'm Burr I, a lot. In I hated yeah. Bill Burr in season one, and I, it's my favorite episode of season two. Well, it was that kind of episode in season one. It was like a stupid heist episode, mm-hmm. but now it, it's like like there's real stakes. It's serious, and he right. actually did a good job acting in that episode. He did. He was fantastic. We'll bring Bill Burr back up. Four for me is... There's two things I want to do for four, but I'm going to go with episode eight. I don't have a specific moment because it's kind of like a, a couple. No, episode seven. I'm sorry. I don't have a specific moment because it's kind of a couple. But the like the like basically the idea that episode seven is the you son of a bitch, I'm in Rick and Morty. Oh, thing. Yeah, like yeah, him yeah. just routing up all That's his old team. buddies. And yeah. they're like, oh, all right, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Like I that, that episode, the entire time, that was just in my head. Like, you son and of a bitch, I'm in. I like to, it was like, no, we're not going to help you. They got the kid. All right, let's go. Yeah, you yeah. son of a bitch, I'm uh, in. I'm son of a bitch, I'm in. Uh, like I said, that's my third. Uh, for many reasons, this character that I didn't necessarily care about at all, completely cared, completely switched that, uh, was completely invested, kind of like awestruck by this whole, his, his, his character, you feel for his character so much. And in that scene where he's talking about everything, he lost his wife, he lost his daughter, uh, due to the the war. Um, it's just a really great scene, and seeing also Mando finally, you know, risk everything he had for for the kid. He he everything he believed in with the with the Mandalorian taking that helmet off and doing what he had to do. It was a really good, well crafted episode, and that's why it is my th- number three. Uh, Bob, what do you have at number two? This would be my three. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm three. Yeah, right? So three. I just want to make sure I'm at the right spot because I'm kind of piecing this together as we go. Um, I mean, that's what happens when I don't tell you what the questions are. It's true. Three for me, I think, 
because I'm kind of sticking to episode. I'm gonna go. I'm kind of going like episode by episode, not moment by moment. If that's all right. But yeah. so like episode eight of chapter eight. So the the last episode, season one. A couple of things from the episode, like just the whole shootout, like shoot out the OK, OK Corral like type scenario. Um, Moff Gideon was super cool. He gets introduced to the end of seven, I think, but eight, he kind of like shows he, dark saber, all that stuff. But IG 11's like sacrifice. I thought mm. it was super awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, when he, uh, when he self-destructs himself. Yeah. yeah to save was, them. Yeah. That was, that was really Quill cool. in seven also dies. Yeah. RIP. RIP. That's also the scene when he, uh, uh, don't they like nuke or, or they don't nuke them. They, uh, they had the flamethrowers, right? Yeah. And they were they were spewing it in the room and he kind of stops it all with the mm-hmm. force. Yeah. That was a cool scene. That was cool. Uh, number three for you. Uh, let's make, I'll make three Ahsoka. Um, only I don't know, just, she's only three for you. <laughs> she didn't even make my top five. <laughs> um, I don't know, just not, I, not like expecting to see any Jedi in this, in this series. Wow. And it's then, like we see two. Yeah. And then Ahsoka, showing up and she's just like mowing down troops like it's like it's just cool gumbling dicks you know yeah she, she's double fisting it and really going at it can we have some kind of fucking respect boys jesus christ uh i think she's great um, i just I also i just love i love rosaria dawson's like yeah me too i, I love her too that's why i have the respect to not say she's gargling down the dicks or whatever <laughs> i never said that i said I she's say... gobbling I didn't say... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, never, never mind. I apologize for overreacting. Yeah, then. seriously, calm, calm your bridges. Yeah. Um, my I'll cool my jets. Yeah, cool your jets. I didn't realize that that was the cut of your jib. Um, <laughs> that's not my vibe. Turns out I like your style. Um, this is a bit. My number two. My number two for Papa Fritos, um, is the finale, uh, for multiple. Not necessarily the Luke scene, which was really cool, but more so the uh, Moff Gideon, Mandalorian, and Grogu scene, uh, where he's kind of like, take the kid. And then uh, Mando's like, okay, and he's like, psych. And um, they start fighting that whole, the battle, kind of just storming the First Order, whatever they what are. What are they storming? What are they? Are? What, like, what are they, They're though? still the remnants the em- of the Empire. The Empire, their, their ship... To rescue Go Grogu okay. against the, I was just um, trying to figure out what you were going to say. They were storming, yeah, yeah, uh, the dark trooper, and then obviously Luke shows up, and then um, Moff get um, Bo-Katan and Din exchange of the dark saber as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really a, a cliffhanger of a finale too, because because Grogu just leaves, and then that's it. And it's kind of like, where does this go? Like, we know there's a season three already, and it's yeah. it's a cliffhanger. It's settled. Mm-hmm. Everything that you need to know is settled, but yeah. you know there's another season. So it's like, what the fuck are you going to do? Exactly. You know, it's like a cliffhanger in the idea. It's a good It'd be thing. like writing a really good book and knowing that there's a second book coming out, but your book is fine. And it's like, oh, wait, what the fuck? Uh, I thought you were going to talk about I wasn't going to talk about George R. R. Martin. I know that that's what I thought you were going to I'm just saying, like, that's like... Yeah. It's weird that they announced that there was going to be a season three prior to that episode being done. Yeah, we all knew it, though. Well, I know, but, like, if, if they did it, then you'd be like, oh, I guess this is over. And then you'd have, like, that question lingering. And then when they asked yeah. season three, you'd be like, what the fuck are they going to do now? Yeah. Instead, the episode ends, and you're like, <clears throat> okay, immediately, what the fuck are we going to do now? Yeah, yeah. True. So I, I would say the... I, I know there's supposed to be moments, but that kind of just encapsulates, like, the, the finale, the, 
mainly the Grogu, Moff Gideon, Mando scene, but then kind of the last four minutes of this of the episode two. There's there's a lot to unpack there, for sure. Uh, Bob, what would your second be? Two for me is because I all mine have been from season one, I think so far. So this is not a favorite moment, but did you guys know that the one-eyed guy in the very first episode of season two is John Leguizamo before today? Yeah, I feel like no, we I didn't know that until that. the IGN. Recap. Yeah, I had no idea that was John Leguizamo, and I just wanted to acknowledge that because he's like such a minor character. John Leguizamo is probably just like I want to be a fucking Star Wars character, which is kind of like what's cool about this too. Is that yeah. it's a situation where people are just saying, I want to be a Star Wars character, and then they'll find a character yeah. for them to be. That's what like Jason um, Sudeikis in episode uh, five of season one. He's a stormtrooper on the cruiser. Really? On the cruiser. I didn't even realize yep. that. So, like, doesn't have any FaceTime on camera. He's yep. just literally just, John Favreau's, he just hangs out in the costume. John Favreau's a, Mandal- a Mandalorian in episode four of season one. That's that's awesome. I'm going to go. He's the chubby one. one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Dark Troopers. Dark Troopers were really cool. So that episode, I actually, so I'll, I'm still going episodes. I'm going to go the Dark Troopers, the introduction of the Dark Troopers, because I feel like that's a cool thing that they could have done in movies that they didn't do. <laughs> Instead of just, like, making up weird shit and just decided that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And then, like, the the Boba Fett scene, when they take the, the, the child, Grogu, whatever, like, Boba Fett, and then the reveal that um what's her name i forget her name again uh Finnick shan Finnick shan uh like she's alive she, like, pulls it open and she's like fucking machine and stuff oh, like that yeah. and boba fett's like in his debt and all all that stuff i think the boba isn't fett that stuff, fucking like that's cooler to me than the ahsoka tano as i watched it because i did not know clone wars now if i was watching and saw ahsoka tano i think i would have fanboyed out oh, and that yeah. would have been like my number one moment but at the time, I didn't know who Sokatana was, so it was just like, all right, cool, there's lightsabers, which are always cool, but it, it didn't resonate with me, and that's why I didn't make my top five, because I just didn't... It I wasn't as knowledgeable as I could have been, and I think it would have been cooler if I was. Isn't it fucking absurd that she just peels back, and it's robots, and we're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then we're like, whatever. Like it, it, robots, no big like deal. Her guts are just replaced by a robot. Like How does she shit? She doesn't have to okay. anymore. She shits like nuts and bolts. <laughs> Uh, it must what, be great if they need spare parts. What would slave one? She was like that. Uh, what is your number? Speaking um, of shits, number two. Yeah. What's your <laughs> shitty opinion? Yeah. What's your uh, trauma? That's a segue. Yeah, that's a good segue. <laughs> early en- or early on in season one, I don't remember if it was episode one or two when he when he hands Grogu off to the client, and you kind of have the feeling like, all right, like he did what he's supposed to do. Now he's gonna leave. I think it's three actually. And then I. Th- he goes back and he, rescues them. I think it's—is it the next episode he comes back? That's like and he just like fucks them all up and well, takes Grogu back. I think because he realized what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, they and were then like the experimenting man, on him. Oh, the Mandalorian come too because that the... scene when he comes back and he's just like single handedly. One, like... he finds Grogu. Two, he fights the 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 horn thing. I don't think he goes back to that planet till three. So it might be, be the same episode. That might be the whole episode is him like deciding. It's three or four. I th- no, because I thought it was I thought it was a different episode. I thought like it might the, be the other episode opens with him coming back. It might. I have thought this was so long ago. Just yeah, that yeah, that, <laughs> that scene. When I he, think when it was four back. because episode five on the recap was them on Tatooine mm-hmm. again. I, I just liked it because Cara it... Dune then six. She's late, that late in, this, in this, that show. 
Does he meet her before he goes back still? No, because he meets her. I think he's six because he wants her to he's take care. He's on the care. run already. Yeah. yeah, he wants her to take yeah, care. He did that was to... a really good episode too, though. It just it kind of reminds me of the um of my favorite Daredevil scene when he's like in this he's in the um that long hallway. Yeah, I love and, that. Like, people yeah, are coming in. One, that, like, yeah, runner. people are coming out of every door and he's just fucking everybody up. Okay, so my number one, my number one is the Boba Fett versus the Troopers with Finnick and Mando. Uh, that episode where Grogu is on the on the the the, the fucking rock. I don't know. Yeah, what he's fuck. meditating or yeah. whatever. Was awesome. So cool. Doing fucking yoga, I think. That episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez, who is now an executive producer on The Boba Fett Show with John Favreau. He directed that episode because he's like, yeah, you know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I want to do this. And they're like, okay, send us a like storyboard, like one or two minute action sequence of what do you think? And he sent well, of what you think it looks like. And he sent them a 15 minute, like 10 or 15 minute action sequence of all just his star wars action figures and how he wanted that scene to look that's awesome and they were like okay is yeah. that on that show mm-hmm. wait can you can you see like what he yeah. sent yeah you like can... him playing with action figures yeah all right i gotta watch that so you're now. talking about the scene where like they're on the rocks and like around the hill yeah that is a great scene. so it though. was like, a like action scene it was like it was a much shorter action scene fat and boba fett fucks people up and he boba fat as he, marvel calls i think him. they said it was like two pages uh, two pages on the script, and he made it into like a fifteen-minute battle. I'm I'm glad he did because that's yeah, one of the best. Yeah, and because he's Robert Rodriguez is a huge Star Wars fan, yeah. and I didn't know that. And- Robert Rodriguez also. Uh, so the other thing with Mandalorian and why it's good is because Favreau is involved, <clears throat> and he's like, "Hey, you're my buddy. <laughs> I want you involved too." I've watched him make a pizza in Robert Rodriguez's house on Chef. Great, show. I know how it works. Uh, it's only a matter of time. Before some of his other other buddies from the MCU start finding their way, I think so. Scarlett Johansson. I'm really hoping that the I forget his name, but the, the chef. Oh, oh! I think uh, I hope he gets a part somewhere. Roy Choi. Yeah, Roy, Roy Choi. Roy Choi. Uh, he was actually in um, Endgame. Roy was. Yeah, he was Ant Man. I hate you. <laughs> Why is that even a joke? Oh, it's gonna get cut. I was trying. <laughs> No, it's not now. I'm going to reference it four more times. Remember uh, when you made that Roy Choi Ant-Man I was going to say Howard the Duck because it's a, you know, you can. It would have fit better than Ant-Man. Uh, I was just like, curveball. It, it was, you said Ant-Man and then you stared at me. And then you, like, <laughs> you made this face. Like, you're like. Even, even at first, <laughs> you, you stared at me like, that's funny, right? Like, you're like you just wanted reassurance. I just wanted something. <laughs> like, please laugh. Please laugh. I just wanted something random. Oh uh, but God. that episode, that that scene is my favorite of all the Mandalorian. It was incredible. Great action sequence. Says up the tone uh, of what to expect from the rest of the season from uh, from Boba Fett, from the Boba Fett show. And just, like, he was smashing stormtroopers and, and you were seeing their armor like break in half. Like it was it's like, yeah, this okay, shit should sweet. break. They're fucking plastic. Like this shit should be cracking. And that's why it is my number one. Bob. It's Luke for me. Luke. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it to be. I feel like it's like the stereotypical answer, but of all the scenes on the show, that's that's that sequence is the one where it's like, holy shit. And and we all, we went through this whole process on the mm-hmm. the other episode, but that I that, that process of like, who is it? Like the X wing thing went over my head. Yep, same. Immediately, 
Then it's like, all right, who is it? Is, is, is did Ahsoka come? Like that was my first thought. Ahsoka thought like changed Ahsoka her too, mind. Yeah. Ahsoka came back. Then it's the green saber, or then it's the the hand, the gloved hand. Like the 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 way that they filmed that scene was just so well done. To be like, you know who it is, but we're not gonna just say that out. For, and so then it was just like the hints, like, yep, yeah. you're right, you're right, you're. But we're not gonna show him yet. And then it's the badass, like, Darth Vader, Rogue One. He yep. just fucking destroys these things that are indestructible. So, I, yeah, I mean, it's the coolest scene, I think, that they've done on the show. Boba Fett was my two. Same idea. Like, those fight scenes are just so cool. And then also the um, the impact, right? Like you said, going forward, what what's going to happen now? Because, like, it, it just it creates so many questions. And I just really... I don't know. I thought that was a great way to end. The it season. was. It was. Um, is that your number one as well? I wanted to make it Boba Fett coming back. Um, I already talked about that earlier. Um, he does have a point. That's the only scene from like the whole series that I was like on the edge of the bed, like when the X-wing showed up, and I was like, "Oh fuck, who is this?" Yeah, I. Same here, and I was like, I didn't want to say Luke. See Luke. I didn't want to say. I didn't want to say. Him. And then he was. He walked through, and everything. Everything that Bob just said happened, and I was like. There's it's only, fucking Luke, yeah, and then R two D two rolls in. You oh, don't want it to be. No, none of us wanted. We were all over Skywalker's, right? And it was just, none of us wanted it to until be Luke, he showed think. up, and then he was there. Yeah. And we're like, wait a second, I'm not over them. And R two D two, I was about to bring that back up. Him rolling in and being like, "What up, bud?" <laughs> There's only been a few. I'm back, baby. <laughs> There's only been a few times in a TV show where I've like been on the like on the edge of the seat or like yelled something at the TV. Game of Thrones probably had like three of them. Jon Snow coming back from the dead. No, no. Jon Snow being killed. Is I yeah. yelled at my TV. Yeah, I said, what the fuck? Yeah. No, fuck you. Yeah, that was that bad. little fucking kid. Yes. Yep. And I forget when... his name because I stopped watching that show. And the book hasn't come out. <laughs> and and when... um, I can't, I can't think of his name now. Who? Yeah. The fucking kid that... The kid? Uh, who cares? It's going to bother me now. Yeah. His name... Oh. That show... Oh, um, Zack Snyder. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> That show's canceled, and uh, um, and the, when uh, when Oberyn out. dies, I I, I, like, yeah. I, like, I like jumped up off the Pedro bed. Pascal Mandalorian yeah. reference. There you go. Look at that. It's all but connected. this scene, it was like the only scene in the whole series where I'm, I was legitimately. It like, was fucking... I had to stand up because I was like, holy shit. And I think why also we were all like we didn't want to say it. It was just so well done. Mm-hmm. Director, you know, director of Ant Man. It was too good to hate. Did uh, I didn't want to be Luke. Roy Choi in this scene? Roy Choi was in this scene. You fucking jerk. He was, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank call, you for listening to this someone, episode. <laughs> calling someone a jerk is a grown man. It's actually really <laughs> funny. I'm glad I used that. Um, yeah, so I, I think, you know, that encapsulates season... You were being mean to me, and I didn't like it. <laughs> you jerk. You jerk. Um, but I think that, that, that covers about our favorite moments of The Mandalorian, and emphasizes all of the main points that we need to get through uh but before we get to the next section is this well it kind of goes hand in hand uh is this your preferred method of star wars for this foreseeable future disney plus tv or uh yes and no there's two movies that are on the horizon that i think i i'm, I'm looking forward to it's so the... i i think if you have a mix of the two i'm all right with it um so I'm going to go into the details that I have, which might be a little bit more than what you guys have for the shows, because I, I went and did some research there. And so, like, some of them are just one season, which I'd be good with for things. Um, is the Book the, of Boba Fett 
It's supposed to only be one? I don't know. I don't know that they've announced what that yet. What about the Cassian show? They haven't announced if that's one that's season or not. Just kind of Obi- about Obi-Wan one Kenobi season. is one season, six hour long episodes. Which is I'm basically okay a long movie. I'm and okay I think I would that. like that. Like, I think yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, and then there is Rogue Squadron, which is the Patty Jenkins movie. And yeah. then Taika Waititi yes. has an unannounced, we don't know what it is movie. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm good with those movies since they are not part of like a trilogy exactly right yeah. if, if yeah. you're just gonna give me movies and they're gonna they're gonna bring these tv shows to, and like they're, all these things are gonna be in play at the same time then i like the mix mm-hmm. was the mandalorian to me more enjoyable than this than the sequel trilogy absolutely yeah. and so i don't know absolutely. if it's a matter of like like i don't know what production costs are we didn't look at any of that shit like we didn't really talk it's, about any of that stuff at the end of the day equivalent exactly so like i if that's the case and you can have different directors and you can have people put their touch on it and you have what i what i think the sequels needed which was a lot of people coming together and being like what's the best story yeah. instead of just being like jj abrams you're running the show yeah, or ryan, ryan johnson, johnson you have, you have you're, a turn now. you're running the show and then you have that like di- dichotomy yeah this it's favreau and filoni but you know that they're not the only two making all the decisions. Oh, There's yeah. people that are chiming in. And Favre and Filoni, I feel like, are the kind of guys who are like, they just tell con- me what you want. Tell me what you think. They just connect the dots. They let the directors write the episodes so everything sounds good. Because um, every a lot of the directors that directed, I think they were either involved to some degree. John Favreau writes a lot of them. But I know like episode seven was written by the director, Rick, the last name I cannot yeah. pronounce. He also wrote the episode, but they're also there, be like, okay, this is what like we want to see. We need see. to get to this, and they also, which is crazy, because you have so many like Bryce Dallas Howard did did an episode, but they all have the same feel. Yeah, like yes. they they yes. they, they create. And Favre did the first episode, I believe. Yeah, uh, yes, and Filoni did the Ahsoka episode. Okay, directed. but so like they all like the Scrubs podcast talks about like the first episode sets the tone basically for the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. And so Favreau knew the tone he wanted to set, and so he set it with the first episode. He has this, like, Western vibe, this Western feel. And then he's like, all right, you guys can do what you want to do with it, but, like, I have my thumb, my fingerprint, and then you go from there, as opposed to where I feel like the films become this, like... Complete creative Pissing control. contest, yeah. yeah. So I think I'm all right with this. And then knowing who's in charge of the other films, like, I trust... I, Wonder Woman 84... I'm not going to consider because I like things that happen there. I'm going to chalk some of that up to pandemic. I'm going <laughs> to, I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm going to, I like Patty Jenkins and then Taika Waititi could be directing a film about me taking a shit and I would love it. I've seen two of his films. Uh, I, I, and if you want to count flight of the Concords too, cause he was involved and they've all made me laugh out loud. Uh, so I'm curious we to see Ragnarok and Jojo rabbit. No, three oh, of shit. his films three, yeah. um, house of the cabin in the woods is that no no what's it called uh what we do in the shadows what we do in the shadows yeah, oh, i haven't yeah, seen yeah. that very good it's funny um i'm excited he said um thank you for letting me destroy star wars i think is what he said <laughs> so uh, his his shit's actually really interesting because nobody knows what the fuck's going on yeah exactly I, but they do but they don't i think he said old. some things he's got some tweets and shit like that what the, what just, his hearing him talk sorry shane real quick hearing him just talk about like Thor and what he's fucking doing he's like space shocks and like everything from like it's a lot of the jason aaron run 
is basically yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, they'll let me do like whatever I want. And it's like, it's just great. So that vibe and that energy into Star Wars makes me excited because just like Marvel, let's get fucking weird. Like, yeah, go. And you have so much like, so I've, I haven't looked at the timeline in a long time, but everything that we know about Star Wars a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, whatever is a matter of 70 years. Yeah, not including the High Republic, yes. But I'm not even counting that, because that's not necessarily... That starts after The Mandalorian. The High Republic is before... But I'm saying, but that came out. The the information for The High Republic came out after The Mandalorian. So everything that we had at this point prior to basically Investor's Day, and then we'll talk about The High Republic a little bit in a second, is whatever that time frame is. Yeah. I want foreseeable future, I think the TV shows for now work well. I want to, I actually want to see them go into the future. Like, let's go past episode nine. Let's, you know, jump 50, 60, 100 years so that nobody's still around. I think that the issue with that is that conceivably, and you could obviously do it. You can write whatever the fuck you want. I think the, the idea is that episode nine, they fix everything. You know what I mean? Like, there is no conflict in this galaxy anymore. <sighs> Well, like I like but that's what also the end of episode six. So yeah, like I like what they're the doing in Mandalorian, where it's small dose. It's not like the Empire's fully back, yeah. but it's like a little bit back. Where you're always gonna fucking have the bad versus the good in Star Wars, or I don't know, fucking I don't. I have no idea. They could do whatever they want. I want to be a dinosaur. Cool to, Show me a dinosaur. It'd be cool if Tyke is is in the future because I can see him kind of doing that. I think I got bad news for you. Is it in the past? Because it's like a Life of Brian looking logo. I'll tell you what the logo looks like from based on the theories that I've seen. Chain. Yeah. Movies, movies or, or movies TV, or TV show. shows. And then we're going to get into what's coming. And that's when you'll get all this information. I don't know. Uh, I'm fine with both. Um, I don't... But like, if, it, if it's a movie, is, is it going to be released straight to Disney Plus? No, I'll be in theaters. Are theaters ever going to be what they used to be? They'll be back. Theaters will be back. Like, I, I would hope so, but... And if not, Disney's got, I mean, like... I don't have any not, problem with then... going to theaters, but I don't know if people I did are the math. freaked Disney out. has five... <laughs> I think it's, like, six billion dollars. I forget if it was a month or a year. Because they have, they have the amount of subscribers they thought they would have in five years they've got already gotten. Mm-hmm. Because of the pandemic. And they expect to pass Netflix in... And that's with people sharing their... Yeah, their subscriptions. Exactly. Nobody does that. They, <laughs> they make a fuck ton of money, so yeah. it's, that's like an income every week. But yeah, they'll be in theaters. But mainly, the, all the stuff that Bob's going to tell us that's coming out is on Disney on Plus. Disney uh-huh. Plus, except for the TV shows, I believe. I don't. I'm fine with both. I like it. it Wait, what? On... No, except for the movies. I'm sorry. Okay. I I went. Yeah. It depends I on what it is. Like if it, if it's a one off. Yeah, sure. Have a movie. But if it's like something you want to keep building on, I prefer. I, I, I like the show. Prefer the one-offs. But I'd be cool with like a movie that features a character, like a character, the same way Ahsoka Tano shows up on Mandalorian, right? If there's a character that shows up that was already established on a show and like pops into a movie, Basically, they're not the main character in that movie, but they pop in, okay. yeah. and they're featured, they're in there somewhere, and vice versa, like what they're doing with Wandavision, like give me a character from the movie. They conceivably have a show all about Mas Kenyatta and what the fuck's not about her, but like, her, she's obviously been around a lot of shit. So that's a that's a terrible example because she's not particularly entertaining. But um, 
Yeah. So what do we got coming out? All right. So the I'm gonna go just timeline first, and then the bunch of stuff is hasn't been announced. So the next thing that we'll see is the book of Boba Fett, which is in December. Which is December of 2021, right? So Boba Fett, Fennec Shand. Uh, last time we saw him, it's Jabba's palace on Tatooine. Tatooine, man. Uh, <laughs> so there's options, right? So running a ring of bounty hunters. Are they going to start a criminal empire, which is what they wanted, they, which could be an option. That's where I think you could see Darth Maul. Yeah. If they want to try to start like some kind like of criminal empire. Competing with the Red Dawn. You could see Darth Maul show up mm-hmm. on this Book of Boba Fett show. I think that's your best bet for that. Um, because he's not featured. He's, he's, on, he's in Solo. And then nothing about the Red Dawn is ever said again. Yeah. Right? Because it wasn't really established at that point in the, the original trilogy. But he could very easily still be around. Right? Because we don't know. Actually, no. He can't be around. Ben Kenobi kills him. Yeah, but that's right before New Hope. Yeah, but this is after Empire. Or after Return of the Jedi. Uh, so he right. can't be here. You're I right. think Mandalorian. So Mandalorian. We have options. There are options for where we can see Darth Maul. Mandalorian won't between fit here. the originals and yeah, the, the sequels. Yeah, so he can't be. Darth Maul's dead. So he's not going to be on Book of Boba Fett. I lied. But there are places where we can see Obi-Wan. He could he could show up there, right? Because that's a rebel show. He could we could see him uh-huh. there. We don't know when that is. Andor, he could show up on that show. Sucks because I would have loved to see Boba Fett and that's Darth what Maul. that I was kind of excited. I like yeah, that you said that fat cool. and you emphasized it a little bit too. Uh, <laughs> you could see so if we're looking at Darth Maul, strictly looking for Darth Maul situations, here are your options Andor, Obi Wan Kenobi, The Bad Batch, I'm, possibly Lando. Bad Batch, I'm really excited for. So I was saying to Bob that I think they announced Cassian before season two of The Mandalorian. When they were thinking they needed shows because now yeah. they have so many more. It's like Cassian's going to be like, I think, one and done. We don't need yeah, that shit. Yeah, just do one season. And, like, I'm but not there, interested. There could be a lot of cool stuff to happen. And I hope that, that that's the one that surprises me the most that I actually like because I don't care about him. So first we got, but that's Boba Fett. So then originally it was kind of misleading, kind of confusing. We didn't really know what was the Mandalorian season three we know is coming back. I think originally we all thought that they were going to be running like tandem because that's what they made it sound like. They made it, they made it clear that it was two shows. It wasn't like the season three wasn't the book of Boba Fett, but then they said that like the Mandalorian will return in this. I think they said December of 2021 or something like that. Like something made us think that I remember that Mandalorian's not coming back until at least 2022, right? It's, It's not coming back for a little bit longer. So that's the next thing that we have. And then we have Andor after that. We don't know anything about Mandalorian. We can assume, like we said before, uh, Bo-Katan, uh, Din Djarin, the, the Mandalorian. Like, ma- the Mandalore is probably going to be the focus. You have two different sects of religion as a whole. That's very Star Wars. That's to be religion-based, right? So Andor is also 2022. Prequel series of Star Wars Rogue One, following the adventures of Cassian Andor during the formative years of the Rebellion. Only characters announced at this point. There are, like... I want to say like eight or nine actors who are signed, like who are on board and I'm sure they're already filming this uh, or like at least in pre-production, like know enough about it. Diego Luna, Cassius Andor, uh, Tony McCarthy is Docker. I don't know who Tony McCarthy is or Docker. And then Genevieve O'Reilly is uh, Mon Mothma, which we saw okay. in Rogue One. Right? But she is like, looks back. exactly like 
the Mon Mothma from episode yeah. six. It's kind of crazy. So, so those are the only three Before. that are really announced at that point for no K two S O. Not signed. Not like on IMDb at least. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember seeing her name. Ellen Tuduk. But K two S O is uh with with Lando. No, it's L three. K two. Okay. Rogue okay. One. Yeah. K two S O is the sassy reprogrammed droid. Yeah. In uh, Rogue One. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right. Can't, I guess K2SO could be. Cause no, that's, well, he was the male, right? What's his name? It's like the British dude. Alan the Duck. Alan the Duck. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Alan the Duck. I don't quack, think, quack, I didn't quack. see his name on IMDb. I was confusing K2SO with L3. So, those three are the next that are coming out that we know. And Most then, excited for. Honestly, Mandalorian Season 3. That's kind of where I'm at. I feel like yeah. I could care less about Andor. I'm I not gonna care lie to less. You. It's got potential. I'm sure it's gonna. I'm be sure good. it will be good. I just of Rogue One, he's my least favorite character. Same in the here. Movie. Same here. He does nothing for me. Take him really. Yeah, he's just he's just whatever. Exactly. Pretty so those are the only ones that have announcements. And then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine other things that have been announced. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But that's probably over the next three to four. Yeah, years. Yeah, God knows how long that's going to be. Yeah. They're really going balls deep in yeah. this whole Star Wars. Well, they need to be fair. They need content. They do. You you can't you can't be charging people. What, what is it a month? Six bucks a month. Yeah, I paid. What, the, what, what do, do you, we pay? Eighty. You paid three still, years up front. Six, I think I pay eighty six, a year. Six bucks. Yeah, six really, bucks a month for no new content. Really, really hurting your wallet, Shane. Well, I was going to get keep, it until to, somebody told to me keep, not to. To keep that to keep that in mind, I pay seventeen or something like that a month now for Netflix, and I don't think I've touched my Netflix for like fucking. Nope three months we're watching shit's creek that's it uh I, well i use nev i've been used i was using netflix for like a tv shows yeah and i stopped watching like to go to bed like i would use it for a sitcom there hasn't been anything on netflix that's been like people are like you have to watch this like tiger king last year shit like that last thing for they, me was the umbrella like academy little documentaries here and there i think it. apparently this one is pretty good like the see the cecil I did hotel watch that or one. whatever that one's good but so there are also... i'll watch it it's like short but so i'm watching cheers on hulu but like fucking the office and shit is on Peacock now, and yeah. then I've been watching just Star Wars shit all the like time. Like the, like part of why we all got Disney Plus though is because of the catalog. Netflix does a fuck ton of shit. Like they have, they do offer, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna want to. I don't pay for it, but I'm not gonna want to pay for something. I'm not watching anything on. Like Disney Plus has given me something. Every Dude. couple of months, it's not really like the. And so now it's steady, right now, now they've between Marvel and and Star Wars. Now I feel like we have steady well, yeah. shit. Coming. We went Mandalorian, waited two weeks, then we went Wandavision. We're, yeah, once Wandavision's wait, over, we're gonna get Falcon and Winter Soldier. But in between that week is um, uh, Justice League. No, well, no, that's well, yeah, for Friday, but that's not no, that's no. HBO Max. Uh, is a making of documentary, making of Wandavision. It'll be out in that week between. Which jacks up RP. I will not watch. Yeah, I'm going to Until he tells too. me to, and now I'm going to go watch. Like, I'm, <laughs> I want to see, see Robert Rodriguez play with his toys. Uh, that's going to jazz me real hard. I, I didn't see... finish the gallery for season one. It was like eight episodes. I watched three. I but just want to see Paul one. Bettany like, having fun on set. Yeah, so that'd be cool. But it's also like, <laughs> it's also a document. The first episode is going to be about WandaVision. The rest is going to be about like other stuff in the MCU. Okay. That'll be cool. Um, and then after the that, stuff. yeah, a lot of behind. After that is going to be Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then hopefully Black Loki. Widow, and then Loki's 2021 as well. But anyway, back to uh, Star Wars. All right, so there's a bunch of shit. 
we got coming up, right? Rangers and the New Republic is one. So Imperial Remnants is still lurking the Outer Rim, which means the New Republic is facing a much larger threat than they initially believed. Rangers and the New Republic will potentially follow members of the Authority, maintaining order and investigating threats in the Outer Rim. It's going to be interwoven with the Ahsoka show. We've seen the Rangers of the New Republic. This was also supposed to be Cara Dune's big fucking show. Mm. And so I don't know if they're going to recast Cara Dune or if they're just going to wipe so. her off entirely. I feel like they'd probably just get a new... You have Carson Teva, who's the... His name's Paul Sunhyang is how I'm going to pronounce it. It's probably wrong. He's the chubbier uh, Asian X-Wing pilot. So we've seen these fucking like Rangers yeah. of the New Republic before in Mandalorian. I don't know if they're going to be on the show or not. He's a chubbier Asian pilot. He's on the ice planet in season two when they yes. kind of like yeah, save yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, ah, it's crazy times out here or whatever. And then he's also the one that talks to Cara Dune about um, Alderaan. And then his partner, the other X-Wing pilot, Trapper Wolf, is Dave Filoni. So I don't know if Dave Filoni is going to be on this show. Uh, he's definitely involved in the show. Yeah, I think but I would like to fun. see him kind of like pop himself in here and there, yeah, which would be it. fun. There's cowboy um, hat. And Trapper Wolf. Is a badass name to give yourself. That so is. good for you, Dave Filoni. <laughs> yeah. Big fan of that. Ahsoka <laughs> is the other new big one, right? Obviously, Rosario Dawson is already on there. I don't know why I said Dawson instead of Dawson. It's connected to Rebels, so you need to get to episode two at least. Uh, <laughs> Hera, Zeb, and Chopper are looking for Ezra Bridger, right? And so those are all main characters on Rebels. When's uh, Ahsoka supposed to be coming out? Soak is not for a not while. For, all right, I'll, I'll have Rebels finished. I think they are filming though, and she signed on for three movies. So I think three that movies? she's going to get played into some of these movies, yeah. And then, I don't know if they're going to have an Ahsoka sequence or like a, like a trilogy. I don't like that, but I would be good with her popping into like Rogue Squadron, right? And like being in a movie for a little bit. And that's what I'm saying. I'd like to see these characters go in and out. Like how she's a Mandalorian. She's in for like what two episodes? Exactly. It's all in the universe, so they should be able to. Yeah, and they can go to. Out. If everybody just pops on a Tatooine, somebody's going to come find them eventually for being a fucking I mean, shit planet. Everybody's on Tatooine anyway, so. Yeah, that's like there's a party at Tatooine. Let's go. Great Admiral Thrawn, who's the blue guy, who's everyone's seen. Like, you, you haven't seen Rebels, but you've no, seen I know him and is, you know though, who yeah. he is. He was big in the books. He's uh, supposed before, to be. Before the, the, the prequels, there was a lot of books. And yeah. He was a big, big time guy. Uh, rumor The rumor is that it's going to be played by Robert Downey Jr which is absolute bullshit. Cody Rhodes wants to play it. I'm all for it. Yeah, let him. I'm, fuck yeah, it. Fuck it. Let him do it. But uh, Grand Admiral Throne is supposed to be like the main villain in Ahsoka. So, yeah, that's yeah, what they were setting that which up. Which is basically... And so there's more to that, but it's the end of Rebels, and I've had it spoiled now for me. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, So, but something from the end of Rebels is going to play into what's going on in Ahsoka. Which, which I'll probably get to there by the time by Ahsoka, Ahsoka comes I think out be all right. in 2024. If, you just, now, if you're not watching trilogies yeah you can start banging out episodes of clone wars and, and once you get to once... season three or four you start at watching yeah. they're, they're done in three episode arcs and you yeah. start watching an arc at a time and you're like i have an hour and a half i'll do this once you get there it, it starts getting so good that like you want to keep watching yeah i'll, I'll get to right that now point. you're still like season one it's, just, it's like a kid's show yeah. yeah what um when's lando coming lando we don't really know i so i'll jump to lando right now Oh, sorry, you don't jump. You're good, just because I was going in the order that they were listed on the one thing. They haven't even announced if it's Donald Glover or Billy D. Williams for Lando. God, I hope it's Donald Glover. But I'm saying, like, you don't, I don't even know, you have, we have no idea what time it is. Yeah. We, we don't know which, so Lando is just, you know you're getting Lando, but that's <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like, that's all you get for Lando. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor's back, Hayden Christensen's back, filming begins next month. 
Yes. Right? Um, so they're looking at late this year, early 2022, maybe, to really? get it out. Six Because six-hour-long episodes, you really don't have to do too much <clears throat> with that. Directed by Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow. Chow. Set to direct every episode. Right? Yep. It's all her. So ten years after Revenge of the Sith, nine years before New Hope. Does Hayden Christensen still act? No. Like He's in a does. movie called Little Italy. You He's going to do this. So it's on Tatooine. Tatooine, man. Or so, they think it's on Tatooine. It should be, right? Because that's be where Mus- Ben is. It should be on Mustafar. Uncle Ben, who in the prequels is played by, what the fuck is his name? Joel now? Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. So he could be coming back as Uncle Ben. Isn't uh, he like the same age as Ewan McGregor? I'm though? pretty sure. Yeah. You could get Jabba. You could have young Luke. You could have the Cantina. Lots of options for a like, lot, lot of cool uh, nostalgic shit. That that's you the one there. I'm most excited for, I think. Hopefully I, they find a better actor for young Luke than they did for young Anakin. <laughs> he, I think he's like eight years old or something like he's that. He's actually coming back to play young Luke. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> he's he's, he's, he's going to walk around on his knees he's like he's 36. Little. Yeah. <laughs> Are you an angel? Okay. Bad Batch. I hate sand. <laughs> bad, bad Batch animated series. Clone Force 99 from Season 7 of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're cool. Dave Filoni is involved in the series. It's He says it's going to be the same vein as the Clone Wars. Same kind of animation. Same kind of style. D. Bradley Baker is the voice of all of them. Did not know that <laughs> when I was watching it. So there's like five or six members of the Bad Batch. Well, they're all this, clones, right? Yeah, but they have like I I guess it makes sense, but he does every member of That's like, funny. and they all have like different little yeah, variations. So he's of doing their like a little bit of an accent for That's all. Funny, yeah, I guess. I did, which I didn't pick up on because I thought they they just got different voice actors. Yeah, that Fennec Shane is going to be featured in this as well. So from Mandalorian, obviously not probably the voice actress still, but it should yeah, be a cartoon no here. The trailer's sweet if you haven't seen the trailer already. Uh, Bad Batch. Now that I've watched Clone Wars, I am excited for the Bad Batch. Yeah. It's not something that I'm. It's not topping Obi Wan Kenobi or like. That's something Ahsoka. where um, Maul could show up. It could absolutely show up yeah. in the Bad Batch, and I. It looks like it has to do with the story. What if he shows up in no, nothing? <laughs> Possibly Kenobi though. That's what I'm saying. He could be in Kenobi. Yeah. They could play out that scene from Rebels in Kenobi, mm-hmm. if they want to. Star Wars Visions, ten animated short films, anime. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got for that. Probably gonna pass. No big deal uh nothing just not not the cut of my jib right not my style it's not my style (laughs) the acolyte focuses on the dark side of the high republic 100 to 200 years before the skywalker saga will be connected to the comics which you are the only one who knows about because you're the only one reading the high republic so they're focusing on the jedi this is going to focus on like the dark side of the sith and shit like that okay um and i believe that this is a tv show but it might be a movie i want to say her name is leslie headland with the Russian doll, or she's in, like she's not creating it, but she's in charge of this. She, it's going to be like female centric, so female protagonists, um, but dark and not necessarily light side. Yeah, the Russian doll, people love that. Yeah, I never seen it, but the Russian doll, I'm assuming, is female centric. Right? Yeah, so, I think it's a pretty dark, darker so, show. Uh, too. Yeah, the acolyte. Could that be sounds cool. fucking. That could, cool. I think that's going to be one of those ones that like I don't know shit about, but it seems really cool. Patty Jenkins, all they know is that it's called Rogue Squadron. The, the X-Wing on the logo is the new X-Wing. So it's like Poe's X-Wing where the engines split when the wings split mm-hmm. from like the, the, the sequels. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when that really takes place. I'm assuming it's more recent as far as like their timeline. And then the last one is the Taika Waititi movie. Right? So he's directing it. He's co-writing it. 
the stone Star Wars logo is apparently, according to like what people are saying, is like apparently a nod to Ben Hur. So like ancient in that regard. That's what I meant. Not Life of Brian. Okay, so Ben Hur. It's like a nod to Ben Hur. There's a comic that's not canon anymore, but was at one point, and then Marvel and DC, or Disney kind of like changed what was canon, what isn't called Dawn of the Jedi, which is what they think this is. When they announced this, there was also like a diamond, and there was a diamond shaped ship. So it's a story. Dawn of the Jedi is a story set 2,600 years, or 26,000 years before the events of Star Wars A New Hope. Tells a story about the forerunners to the ancient Jedi Order. Right? So that's very, very deep in the past. Taika Waititi in like November retw- or tweeted a, th- a tweet that just said like, rereading Dawn of the Jedi for no specific reason. So that's, that's kind of <laughs> like, but that's also like a very Taika Waititi thing to do. So like that could have nothing to do with anything and he's yeah. just being a dickhead and like being just doing that to fuck with people so like i don't know if that's where it's I mean, gonna be, be or where cool. it's not i feel like people do have a lot of questions like okay how did this start that i'd just, be cool with like an interesting that's a cool origin thing and with him to do it i think that there's a lot to do i don't know that it would be like normal taika waititi goofy yeah i'm like, just that seems like, like that how... seems like a very serious concept for him to kind of like handle with his style mm-hmm. but i'm Agreed. not really sure so of the th- so we we said Mandalorian kind of across the board for what we know is coming. I have no idea when any of this other shit is coming. Oh, also not on there too. The uh, Ryan Johnson trilogy is still a go. They just don't know when. Well, that uh, this is everything that was announced uh, the best at Investors Day. Day yeah, gotcha. So uh, that just was that was already in the works at that mm-hmm. point. And then they canceled the, the db weiss yeah David that's shit's like just done right they're not nobody's taking <clears throat> that over it's just yeah over. they're doing some netflix show and fuck them they, they stink <laughs> i think it's hilarious that they rushed through game of thrones because they have this star wars gig and that's, now the star wars gig's gone i'm not necessarily sure that's why because they said they they, they dropped they out of the star because they didn't know what they were doing they stink yeah, yeah. i don't like the cut of their jib they they had a Netflix show. They signed some exclusive deal with Netflix, and that's mm-hmm. why they stepped away. A lot of people thought that might have been the the Old Republic uh, storyline, or Knights of the, the Old Republic. Um, there's still stuff they can do with the sequel trilogy, but I really think they want to back away from that. Like the Knights of Ren could absolutely be something to animate it. Stink too. They're worthless. I almost got you guys Funkos. They were three dollars at FYA. Yeah, as they for should the Knights be. of Ren. But um. I think overall, most excited for um, Obi Wan, like hands down. So I, yeah, I think it's Obi Wan for me. I think my like list is probably Obi Wan, Ahsoka, and then the Acolyte. I think is like Boba I'm very Fetch. curious about the Acolyte. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I'm saying of the things that I don't know, like that I know oh, is coming oh, okay. next December. Okay. I think those are the three that I'm least know. excited for. The probably the anime show. I'm not gonna. I, I there's very little chance that I watch Visions. I gotta get through. The I have. They have to look like because those are short films, so I don't know how long they are either. Yeah. So if they're like 10, 10 40 minute short films, maybe I'll I'll deal with it. But if mm. they're ten, like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It, it depends, and it depends on the style. Anime to me is. I'm not a big anime person, and it's also, I'm very. Uh, like if I don't like how it looks, it's like reading a comic. If I don't like the art, I can't read the comic. Like, yeah, it takes me completely behind. out of it. Um. All right. Well. So last thing, because there are other rumors. There's one other thing that I want to talk about because listener Rufino brought this up, 
and I want to acknowledge it. There's a rumor that Mace Windu is getting something, whether it's a movie, whether it's a like like set in like when he's younger. It's possible. I, I, I think it. It's possible they are filming, going to be filming Secret Invasion. So knowing, knowing him, why not just pop over and also film Mace Windu? And right isn't after. there? I feel like I've seen shit here and there. It's like Twitter and stuff like that. You don't see him die. You don't see him die. You just see him fall. And so yeah. like, and, and this is what. Uh, and falling Ruf- means absolutely nothing. This is what Rafina said to me. Boba Fett's still alive. Um, He mentioned a bunch of people. Palpatine. Yeah. yeah I mean, but Darth, Darth, so Palpatine is bullshit. Let's just acknowledge <laughs> that. Darth Maul gets caught in half comes back and nobody bats an eye they're like yeah that's fine it's got robot legs exactly robot legs boba fett comes back right and so like mace windu could come back i feel like there was like a theory for somebody playing young mace windu as well do you remember that if that were to happen that would be awesome because i mean i, I well it wouldn't before before the the rewatch awesome now fuck mace windu um, yeah, I'm, but I'm still as long as it, if it's samuel jackson that'd be pretty cool though because he's so old though so like all right so there's yeah, a like ru- this came out in, this came out in september the this captain marvel he looks young all right so i knew i heard this so rumor young mace windu tv project in early development sam jackson is involved so i think what it might end up being is like a back and forth where you have a young and old mace windu that would be cool um i also want them to try like if they're gonna do something like that like that's cool experimenting and storytelling with, with different ways it's not just straightforward Dude, fuck so here's cares. my question and this is that we can end on this mace windu does happen obviously fuck mace windu he's the reason for all the problems but who do you want playing young mace windu i'm gonna give you my answer my answer and it's like is Michael B. Jordan. Michael, I was just going to, yeah. Just, I just want him to play. Yeah, fuck it, why not? But I would also take, and I don't know that, like, I feel like he does different kinds of movies. Denzel Washington's son. Uh, John David Washington. No, I, 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 I don't I, like him. I like him. I liked don't him in Black Klansman, but I just don't know if it would, like, how... I would, couldn't see him how, as... Yeah, I, I don't think that that's his style. No. But I like him as an actor. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would be all right with that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure he's a very popular, so it's, it's very possible. Um, tweet us what you think, uh, tweet us what you're most excited for. Uh, tweet us anything. Belgium tweet us if a... you're in Belgium. Yeah. Tweet um, us what the weather's like in Belgium. Yeah. Well, uh, we've continued to track that none of these star Wars episodes are short. So, uh, I hope you enjoyed them. <laughs> Hopefully this, this is the last. This one might be the last or, or second we're last. getting, to I the really end. thought this was going to be a mini episode until we went on that 45-minute tangent to start it off. Yeah, we took a while to get there. Uh, so remember to rate, like, and subscribe uh, on all social media platforms so you never miss an episode. Like, we dropped our last episode early, or, I don't know, the original trilogy episode early uh, because we were feeling nice. We dropped nice. an episode early. <laughs> we dropped it early, but you didn't miss it if you subscribed. Um, we also you. dropped an episode <clears throat> on Christmas we that did. we recorded live for you. Yeah. And if you want to see us do Didn't see the... my family for you. You're welcome, Nick. And if you want to see the Snyder Cut live um, uh, live broadcast, live stream, let us know. We're we're got some things in the works. Uh, five dollars a ticket. Uh, it goes to 
uh, our pockets. Uh, yeah, a, a really f- a fund that's in need. Yeah, uh, <coughs> yeah. It's, it's this this podcast ain't free fund. <laughs> it's this podcast needs beer. Um. Yeah, that's true. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, may the force be with you.